0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Lightbringers, a Guild Wars 2 podcast where we talk every couple of weeks to some awesome creators from YouTube, Twitch, uh, forums and other places about Guild Wars 2. And this is episode 3 we're going to be talking about the previous patch which came out very recently and have three awesome guests. You can watch this on twitch.tv slash live or you can listen to it on uh, anchor.com and um, sorry anchor.fm slash lightbringers and it's available on itunes spotify and pretty much any other podcast website which it gets distributed to um i have these awesome guests and we're going to be talking to them right now and hello people i'm going to show you their faces look at this amazing hello how are you doing Right, I'm gonna get go, what well, I'm gonna ask you individually how you're doing. Wow, Kroof is Kruf has got a fan. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> First podcast. is <laughs> <It's> okay. That <laughs> was very good. That was very good. It is people. Um we have Kroof, we have Inks, and we have Age as well. We're gonna go through them. Age, how you doing? You alright, mate?
1: You good? I'm good man. Just finished work. Podcast time, Gilders two time. It's good times. There you go.
0: What age? What do you do? Do you have Twitch? Do you have YouTube? Do you have a podcast? What, sell yourself for a second. What, what do you do? Uh,
1: so I have a Twitch. It's twitch.tv age night. I play mainly Guild Wars 2. I play other games uh, recently, like Division, <laughs> stuff other than that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a YouTube channel. Uh, I haven't been up to date with that as much as I like, but uh, I might get back into that soon. Cool. Um and yeah. Uh and I'm also in a bunch of Discords. I'm in Jebros. I'm in Inks. I don't know if Kruf has one. I'll find I it. do. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll get into that one. Um
0: <laughs> uh, But you have a podcast as well, right? You're on a podcast.
1: Uh yeah, so we have a podcast called Talking Skrit. Uh it's a Guild Wars Two podcast. Currently we're on hiatus. Uh like like and we we're supposed to talk about coming back but due to current recent events uh, we're kind of postponing that till later on so
0: fair play okay well google it and you'll be able to find it people you'll be able to find it yeah it pops up first thing. talking script there you go yeah there's not gonna be much else called talking scripts that's a good name um x how you doing my friend what's going on dude
2: i'm hanging in there
0: hanging in there uh, everyone that's
2: good hanging in there <laughs> What do you do? Where do you do it? Tell us about yourself. Uh, I I don't, I don't do anything, actually. Um,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I have Good a Twitch Lord. channel,
2: twitch.tv slash MMO Inks, but I, I haven't been super active on that. YouTube is also sort of, we'll talk about that as we get into the, this episode as to, you know, my, uh, my passion for the Guild Wars 2 and so forth, but, uh, I'm trying to reassess, and I'm trying to find another game that I want to play as, as well as Guild Wars two to make content about and cover and so forth. So, okay. sort of a word of progress Shadow so, Legends. Trying, to Legends. <laughs> are, are you sponsored? I want no. to be sponsored by oh, them. It feels like they're sponsoring everybody. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. I think, you know, mm-hmm. my next, day, next door neighbor's cat is actually corresponding to <laughs> Yeah, it's a great meme. Again, okay, make sure you go and follow Inks as well. And we're going to do this at the end anyway. But Kroof, what do you do? Where do you do it? Uh, hello.
4: Um, I do a lot of YouTube stuff. I sometimes pop in on the Twitches, but uh, the it's in every, every other day occasion sometimes. Mostly every other week. But a lot of YouTube uh, currently have a lot of uh, videos in the in the works with expansion stuff and specializations and all that, which hopefully we'll get to on this uh, podcast. But a lot of YouTube, sometimes I'm on Twitter posting memes. So catch y'all there.
0: <laughs> there you go. Very, very true. Okay, cool. So we had like a fairly, well, you know, one of the kind of quarterly, I guess. I, guess I call it quarterly. Uh, Updates for Guild Wars 2 very recently Uh, Visions of the Past um, which was a lot different from previous, the normal kind of story and the map drops that we have and all the kind of normal stuff that we normally have in any way but most people know me specifically for PvP but I play all of the content in Guild Wars 2 Um, and I've got these guys on to talk about the Visions of the Past but also I think every kind of podcast I'm doing is we um, kind of Lead up to an expansion announcement, which was at the end of a blog post, just cheekily kind of put in there. um, I kind of, towards the end, gonna ask and talk about, you know, what people think about the expansion, what maybe they think about, you know, elite specialization, just because it's fun, you know, to kind of talk about that stuff because it gets us excited for the future, you know. Um, But yeah, um, you guys have all played it, I'm assuming. I hope so. I was going kind of suck. <laughs> we were supposed
4: to be prepared? What? <laughs> uh,
0: you know, you're supposed to play this. This was about... How long was this ago? This was like two weeks ago. Um, yeah, two weeks. But yeah, I mean... Vision, so, Visions are fast. Um, so, it was... It was very different. I mean, how do you guys feel about the whole thing that, you know, there wasn't a brand new map for a start? I mean, start with Inks. How did you feel when it was like, you know, you got in, it wasn't like, oh... This is actually, for once, we don't get a new map? That about?
2: Um, I'm okay with there not being a new map for every single release because I feel like they need to... and They've been getting better at it, I, I guess I would say, but they need to be better with the maps that they provide. Mm-hmm. So just pumping out a whole bunch of maps like in previous seasons isn't necessarily a super good thing. So in terms of, of looking for a new map, I didn't have a problem with that, personally. That being said, the whole visions of the past thing, may be not content directed at my preferences.
0: Ooh, okay, all right. Well, we can get into yeah. that again in a moment, as well. says. like, those <laughs> We're are some ooh. fighting
3: words. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> um, so Chris, what did you think? Like, not having a new map, then what was that like?
4: I was uh fine with not having a new map. I think them being tied to uh, like feeling the need to make a new map every single release ties them down. I think it offers them much more leeway to, to have fun with it. But they yeah. did somewhat introduce a new map. They had to fully design this area. Uh, and I think they did really well with it. I just think that they were more focused uh, with mm. what they could do rather than having multiple different regions where they need to you Know spread their resources,
0: it's a good point. Good point. Age, what did you how did you feel about the whole non new? Well, we'll say the normal kind of thing we receive every single time we have a patch, a new map where there's like 60 maps in the game or something
2: crazy. Right? Yeah,
1: so like ever since uh, Ember Bay, which was like the second Living Story season three map, I think it was Is that the islands, so like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fire, the volcano island. Volcano yeah, with the like ever since that map, I was like, I hope they don't add an, a map every patch. So I was that type of person who's uh, more for expanding on a map or doing stuff on the same map, but like adding more content so that less of the population gets divided up. So I was, I was very impartial, I guess, to this one just because it's already, it's the Hall of Monuments mainly as the map, the hub that everyone goes to. So, it's and it seems like it's going to be a hub for most things going forward. So, I was okay with it.
0: Hmm, that's a good point. So, do you think then that that is, I mean, I guess they've added more hubs before, but this is like a main hub, right? Whereas you had like the, oh, what's it called? Um, The one where you... Is it Sun Sphere? Where they bring, where you bring up the um the new the new amount? Oh, what is it called? Is that what it's called? The... Yeah, it's, they
4: they reuse the uh, Sun Sphere Sanctuary. I think that's what it's called. Is that
0: one, like Sun's, the, Refuge. Get... Sun's
4: Refuge. Sun's Refuge. Sun's yes. Refuge. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I thought
0: that was gonna be one, right? But then they're like, so I of the North is obviously more iconic,
1: I suppose, <laughs> for more people. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is. It... Very much is. so. For those who don't know, it's uh, the Hall of Monuments is a place where back in the Guild Wars one, there was the Iron North expansion, that was your central hub, and you also added uh, your achievements rewards so that you can actually transfer them to Guild Wars two. So it was basically a place that you could see your achievements as well. So
0: it's kind of uh, funny as well because, because, because like, um, the Hall of Monuments was kind of like you know this place where you could register, you know, your achievements and get this new armor when when Guild Wars 2 launched, right? It's almost that idea of, like, a new start kind of thing for me, in a way, where it's kind of like, his Eye of the North, and then you've got this kind of brand new way of maybe thinking about content coming into the game. I think what Kroof said was quite good, actually, as well, that, you know, maybe they're thinking about things a little bit differently, their focus is a little bit more on because I haven't got to design this massive area. You know, obviously, they've got designers that are focused on environment. They've got designers that focus on the questing and, or whatever we're doing. Not questing, but the events or whatever. Hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so always an interesting one trying to explain that to people. Um, and uh, so you've got this kind of big focus. And I kind of liked not having a new map, in all honesty. I was like, you know what? Cool this new strike is it stri- is it is it classified as a strike The whole dwarven thing is this is that, is this actually classified as a strike it's quite long isn't it
4: i don't think it's classified as a strike necessarily like they didn't see say at least i don't think they said like new strike visions I of don't the
0: past know. I yeah think- well i'm not sure because it's like you can join it as a squad or public and it's, I this do is think, the kind of thing I'm, I'm wondering about. So, go on. Sorry. I went into it. Yeah,
4: but I do think that <laughs> it, is similar to, <laughs> it is similar to a strike, though, because they do use the same tech, tech and they have the same, you know, window that pops up. So you could see it as a strike. Um, mm. I just think that overall the categorization is a bit different. Or it could be the same because you do fight a big boss at the end. And that seems what, to be like what a strike is. Uh, Focus on a boss fight. This is just a little bit more embellished with story uh, and a couple events.
0: True, 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 true. Okay, so let's start with Eye of the North first. So so this hub, is it a good hub? What what reckonings? Is it a good place? Is it a good place to hang out? Do you just stand there with your character and go into these other places? Is it just another <laughs> place you can go you don't really care about? It's just a place.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I think that it can become a really good place, a really good hub. But... Personally, right now, it doesn't have that draw for me. I mean, I don't hang out there. Mm -hmm. Um, I hang out in the Aerodrome or Lion's Arch still, I guess. But um, it could become an interesting place if they continue to develop it a little bit more as they go forward, which I think they probably will.
0: Because you have to pay right now to get the vendors and stuff or the crafting I haven't paid done it so I don't even know what it looks like. So I don't I think I've, this is like only visible to you, I'm assuming. Yeah. When you pay for the, yeah. these things and it's like I'm not sure about that. I was a bit like I mean I'm not gonna come here if I'm gonna I'm not gonna just pay for it because to get it, to be fair, but I guess it could it's a cool little thing to kind of aim toward, I guess. I don't know. How would you guys age, would you pay for these things? Do you care about like having the extra crafting tables and stuff and eye of the north and all this
1: i bought some of the essentials like a merchant and oh, i think go. like i think like one or two npcs just because i could uh at the at that moment um and i was lo- looking into like getting all the smithing ones just because uh i, I just for that convenience because for me i have the uh, you can either waypoint to that area, or I have the Hall of Monuments uh, orb thing that you can teleport there to, and then I have to click the waypoint because it's a there are two different instances, one for the rewards and uh, for Hall of Monuments, and then there's the new hub that everyone has access to. Right, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I do agree with things that they could be a future place for a hub just because... Uh, when they said in the notes that it will be a place where we can progress, uh, I was hoping that they'd do something other than what they did for Sons Refuge because to me that didn't feel as um, that didn't feel as engaging. I guess even though like I feel like I'm I'm running around grabbing like books and stuff for the kids to read. That's that's good. Like for them, isn't it? But, uh, I was expecting more like. When I said, when I saw Hall of Monuments, I'm like, oh, cool, so maybe I'll hang up achievements of things that I've done in the past, you know, things like that. But uh, it's not at that point yet. I don't know where they want to take it in that regard. So, okay,
4: yeah, I'd also agree with you both. I think that the importance of this hub will heavily rely on how long the season lasts or the saga lasts Mm. and how long that they actually want to use this as the main hub. There could always be the time when some odd episodes in, they end up saying, Oh, we're now having another hub. Or I think what would be a a better option is just to have this eye of the North hub be the consistent one throughout the entirety of the saga. And I don't know, that just depends on how long the saga is actually going to last.
0: That's true. What episode? I mean, technically what, what episode are we on? We're on We're coming on episode three. Yeah. We're done with episode two. Well, technically
4: there's already been three with the prologue episode one and now yeah. two.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so but... we've still got a bit to go. We've still got the we've still got a light till next year. Easily.
4: And I think that Shaman data mined or had like said how many spots or slots are actually in the tome, the
0: portal tome really Uh, okay don't say yeah i'm I'm not gonna say but that could also
4: like hint at the the longevity of this season but yeah it's definitely a a spoiler if anybody does see it
0: if you want to go find out you can do that you can do easily google that you'll be able to find that i'll go and look at that shaman who is uh someone because i've spoilers i'm like i go mad i'm like no i will kill everyone Everyone will die.
4: Yeah, I just
0: saw
4: it in a pa- so, so. I saw it in a passing tweet and I was
0: like, uh I I I'm I'm like, I'm don't mind knowing about the future and stuff too much, but I think it's just for my own personal thing. I'm not like, you know, you're the worst person ever. Other than if you spoil movies I and mean, you've just gone to see them and just been released, then you are the spawn of Satan. Although Spawn of Satan pretty cool. So I don't know, it just depends what you, how you look at it. Anyway <laughs> Okay, so Hub. I thought it was pretty cool. I liked the fact that there was a portal that you can access the strikes from. Well, that was quite cool. That was pretty good little nifty addition. And you can get some, you can have access to the skins and the other rewards there as well. Um, And I think you're right. You know, the potential for it to be something in the future, a little bit more developed, things happen, would be very good. Because when you first get there, if you look around, it's really empty. It's just like, what? Why is this here? <laughs> it's like, there's gotta be, it's gotta be, there's gotta be things. I actually genuinely think that they sh- should just have all of these vendors and stuff available. Um, because I think it might be a little bit of a sync for currency. I don't know, or just a sync for currency and also, uh, for something for people to do to legitimately do. Because, um, I think once I've, and, and we'll talk about this again in a minute. Um, Well, quite soon, actually, about whether or not this is a kind of almost one and done situation, uh, which is almost a lot of how people feel about previous maps, stories, things like that. Um, But we can get onto that uh, in a bit as well. Obviously, we'll talk about the things we like. I think it was cool. You know, it's Eye of the North. You know, that's pretty decent. That's pretty awesome. Um, And don't be afraid
1: to say that you enjoyed things as well. (laughs) Uh, You brought me back some really good nostalgic feels just to be back again because i haven't been to my hall of monuments since i got my rewards so i'm like
4: yeah, that was yeah, pretty go. cool i had actually never been to the hall of monuments period or oh, so... even in
0: guild wars like just guild wars you just go into it normally to get uh... no
4: i just never found myself there so i was like oh i finally get to come here like you'd think throughout the entirety of me playing i'd probably just pop in especially with like guild wars one and stuff yeah uh but no I didn't. So I was like, okay, cool. I finally got to come here. And it's not just for collecting rewards from, you know, the Hall of Monuments.
0: There you go. Yeah. Thanks. Did you, did you, were you like, yeah, cool? This is just for a little bit. You're just like, yeah, it's out of the north. This is quite cool.
2: No. I mean, it, <laughs> it doesn't really, I don't know. I, I hate to be the, the downer. The you, can be, you can be, you can be whatever you but, want, uh... mate. It's all good. I, you know, I I don't have... um, Eye of the North was really the only Guild Wars 1 expansion I played, like, a lot of. So I do have, like, that experience and and sort of nostalgia for it. But, I don't know. It's... I understand why they're using that location with the scrying pool. And it's cool that they're sort of bringing the scrying pool back and and having a use for it. I think Mm. that's pretty interesting. But i just hope that they don't uh, i just want them to develop it more right now it's it's cool it gives you something to do if you want to dump resources into it you can i haven't but you can if you want to yeah it's a good sync for the game which you know mmorpgs <laughs> need syncs unfortunately yeah and sure. um so it's okay but i'm not like you know that I, I don't know i wasn't uh massively hyped a, for it not not to pick on aurora peachy but i wasn't aurora peachy happy <laughs> about seeing it again no but no no it, absolutely i mean that's fair enough it, yeah you jump up and down or but I, I don't hate it you know it's just it's yeah, there yeah. it's
0: whatever i mean people yeah absolutely get excited for different reasons and that's just that's not something that's gonna get you going that's not gonna get you going you know that's fair enough to say um okay cool that's fair i think we all kind of agree maybe then in that in that respect it's kind of like yeah it's pretty cool what age was like you know that's some nostalgia there i was pretty happy to see it that's cool um i was kind of like you know i didn't really play i mean i streamed guild wars one like a year and a half ago um and you know i don't think i got to that part but i was still like oh this is cool this is a place that, you know people know and this is cool and now i know what it is so there we go Uh, so i I guess that was it for me it's a hub um and people probably talking like you know you've been talking about this one place for 20 minutes let's talk about the actual content that got released as well (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah the access to strikes was pretty cool because i actually i on stream last week i um i haven't done i've only done one all right actually no i think i've done two So I got into a pug squad, managed to get into it, and be, they were, they were like, asking for all this stuff, and I was just, like, quiet. I just didn't say anything. <laughs> and I was like, do you really need to have, like, qualifications to do this? It doesn't feel like it's that difficult. And one of those... Mm-hmm.
4: Surprisingly, yes. Like, I now that the portal is there, I've been seeing myself actually do strikes much more frequently. Ah. But the one strike that actually gives me the most issues, uh, other than the bone scanner, which... But it's also the Whispers of Jormag. That is, uh, oh. for a public group, is surprisingly extremely difficult if you don't have, like, two healers, like a Scourge Barrier, a Ventari uh, Rev Healer. So, you know, the talks about qualifications and needing certain builds often pops up, especially with the recent uh, strike missions. Maybe not so, like, the the very first couple, but they've hmm. been progressively getting a lot harder.
0: That's right. So giving people access to just one boss, kind of not similar, not the same, maybe not not the same difficult. Because I think one of I think the Bone Skinner is more difficult than some bosses in the raids. I would say, um, especially other like than Escort. Raids. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like yeah. <laughs> But like, I think I think it is it is good to have these different levels because I like I like that they you have that easy access and it's just one boss and I think they might move to that in future rather than just creating entire raid wings they would just have this really difficult boss that you just go in and kill or try to kill and then difficulty assigned to that rather than wings Which I kind of like in a way but I think you know people do like their classic raid style,
4: you know what they could do they could do a wizard's tower and have like each room be its own boss. With a strike mission. But people would also like to see that as a
0: raid. Well, there Perhaps. you go. That's the thing, isn't it? Walking around. The
4: but place. it could work as a strike mission, too. Hey, I just want some Wizard's Tower. I just want to see what's up with that.
0: She just wants some Wizard's Tower. That's it. Wizard's Tower. Everyone <laughs> wants the Wizard's Tower. Okay. Oh, man. No. Okay, anyway. Um... Wait, what are you saying? What are you saying? Wait. No. What are you saying? <laughs> you don't like the Wizard's Tower? I'm, 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 I'm,
1: I'm deflecting from the Wizard's Tower. Oh. You don't want to talk
0: about the Wizards Tower?
1: No, I'm going to move on. Okay, um, <laughs> this is an emotional face for you. <laughs> is this did a you just word?
4: Warrior Shield five us?
1: <laughs> I don't play Warrior. Only in- <laughs> um, I don't either.
0: It's okay. It depends whether or not you've got projectiles. I guess. As well. I don't know. Yes. Um, go on. Go on. Thought, what are we going to say? You're deflecting.
1: I thought this was a family-friendly show. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Okay. Um, I, I <laughs> brought up something that just made me think about the, uh, the raids and strikes themselves, because I thought strikes were supposed to get progressively harder to, uh, beat because every time they add a new strike, I think they were supposed to increase the level of the previous one. Yeah. So is that how it
0: works? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay. okay.
1: To
4: ask a question of clarification, do you mean like when they introduce... A new boss, the one that was originally or previously there, would also get stronger? Yeah. I don't know if they said that. I think they were just hinting at the progression of the bosses that they would implement.
1: Okay. But, okay, that does make sense then. Because if there were, if they have the stats on how well people do in the previous strikes and i guess they upped the difficulty a little bit to give something a little bit more challenging while also learning at the same time mm-hmm. because that was the objectives of strikes because they're yeah, they're right. still they're working on a new raid right now so mm-hmm. uh, it'll be interesting to see how that works out when the raid actually comes out and people transition from the strikes to the raid that's what i'm looking forward to the most because i've only done the one strike because like other strikes were just not populated there were no queues for them to go through so i couldn't actually go and experience them i think At the public
0: the public queues would be a good idea for those because there isn't is there you can only enter as a squad for the later ones i think there's the week uh, is the weekly a public queue
4: i think it changes does it change daily in the the eye of the north
1: i don't remember i'll have to log in and check it actually well, no. Maybe I have to daily, go out the I week. Think. The
2: uh, I think it's, I think it changes daily.
4: Yeah, I think it's okay. a daily strike mission. So that's another positive function of the, the the new eye of the North Hub, is for people to potentially get quicker public cues. Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah, because I would like to experience the other ones just to see what they're like. They are fun.
2: They they definitely get more intense. I don't definitely do. I don't understand why they took public cues away from some of them. because to be quite honest, uh, like I- I'm not in a guild, right? So a lot of the content that I experience is with random people, which can be a good thing, can sometimes be a really bad thing. but regardless, you know if you don't have a static group which I do not,
3: mm-hmm.
2: then doing some of the strikes is like very difficult because people aren't really looking to do, especially some of the easier ones that they don't care anymore or whatever, which, you know, I know they're super easy, but it only takes a couple of minutes. I would like to do them daily, but that's not always feasible, especially depending on what time of day you play. If you play a reset, it might be a bit different, but I, I'm not available at reset. So, you know, I play either late at night or early in the morning. And so, you know, doing some of those strikes or even finding a group to do those strikes is a bit difficult and that doesn't even take into account the the personal gating like you were talking about Jibro, that some people are doing like you have to have this and be this yeah and be the yeah, yeah, and blah, blah. yeah. yeah. Like, and that's fine I understand why that exists and people are certainly free to do that and expect that but it's like every group ends up mimicking those, like that setup, and you're not all top tier elite players or something, you know. Oh, like, I, know. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I like strikes, and I, I look forward to more and more strikes. I actually like them more than than even raiding. Yeah, but I, I do I too. Need, I need to have that. I need to. I need to have a good way. To access them as uh, as just a, a single player to put me into a group or or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I think so. Someone said obsidian in uh, in the chat as well. We were talking about that maybe before you came in. That it's just difficult to find an LFG which isn't like
2: really. Yeah, like for stringent. some of them, like for the newer ones, it's it's kind of easy to find a group because it's new and everybody wants to do it, and and that's fantastic. But for some of the older ones. Even using LFG is kind of not enough, you know. Yeah, you can make one, and I've sat there for like an hour. And yeah, it's ed- so yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, strike like...
0: should be a quick experience. <laughs> that you can just it's jump difficult. into. It isn't. It isn't uh, the most fun thing in the world to try and get a Q for. But it, it's. But still, at least you have the opportunity, I guess.
1: Is there any like gold reward? I guess that they can do. Or well, I is think there one already.
4: I think that they have incentivized it a lot more, especially in conjunction with the new daily strikes. Uh, That changes, pretty sure, daily. But you get these shards from them now, and then once you collect enough shards, you can get ascended gear um, and other various rewards. However, this might be jumping to another topic right now, but uh, how valuable is ascended gear going to be with the new legendary armor uh, tab coming? Is that going to impact it at all? It's still top tier! However, I have, to have more
0: pieces to switch between. Yeah, that's true. Well, let's let's go on to. the... We've talked about enough about this. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done with enough. it. Now. I like I like the strikes. They're cool. I like the fact that you can get access to it. But yeah, I, that was that was some good information. It is not easy. It it's not it is well. It, LFG is better. Yeah, it's true. It was in the other evening. It was okay, but it was very much like need this specifically. Need that. So maybe trying to start your own careers. But it can be really daunting to do that. Because, you know, you're like, will people join it? Like, I just want to go and do a strike. I don't really care. Like, if I even kill it, I just want to experience it. And I think being able to just experience it is difficult. um, Unless you kind of... I think you have to run there, obviously, to the instance to make it public. But whatever. Um, Okay. uh, So... I was going to say New new Strike. I labelled it as New Strike. But is it Forging Steel? The... um, is that what the dwarven that instance is called? Yeah. It's called Forge Steel, I think so. Um, I found that I found that awesome. I loved it jumping in. Like, you know, it's part of it. It was just like that first it's, so instead what people listening if you haven't actually come in, it's not your typical kind of story. I mean, there is the instance afterwards, but the first of all that you have to go through, you are who are you? Actually, that's a good point because you have to play you're that a, first, you're don't you?
1: are a char you? recruit, essentially.
0: Yeah, you're just a char recruit, you're not an actual, you're not like anyone, you're not Rylander or whatever. Um, and then you can play, you're still as your class though. So I walked in, I was like a char engineer, and I was like, This is cool, I've got a char engineer, but I was in the sewer. Um, and so that was cool in the first instance. And then, does anyone want to explain what exactly you're doing? Because it was just, I was just. I'm not sure about the story and everything like that. I just know about the dwarves <laughs> and I just got hyped about dwarves. And I was like there are dwarves here because I love dwarves in MMOs. I, if I would that's why I'm in Asura because I I want to be a dwarf. I don't care
1: about it so much. I mean I do. I like them, but I would just want so
4: to be a dwarf. Awful.
1: So I feel bad. So I saw just, a dwarf where just blanked out and then he's like oh we're at the strike mission boss. Okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> just this associated for a moment you're like uh yeah um pretty much well to touch on the story of the entire you know uh vision of the past i enjoyed that you were not a commander i've kind of missed not being the star of the show and just kind of being an extra and seeing this narrative play out
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah
4: yeah um so in that aspect i liked it the actual story itself you're just escorting a tank uh To the Darkmire Delves. I think that's the story. And then you find some issues. You get some fights and ice food along the way. You help the other uh, war band members uh, from Ryland's war band. And uh, you fight a big boss at the end.
0: You get some rewards. (laughs) There's a lot of achievements in there. There is a hell of a lot of achievements in there.
4: There are a lot of achievements. uh, And I actually find myself actually going back to play them. Which I don't often do. But for some reason, I want to with this because I just like the whole entire instance.
0: Yeah, it was bloody awesome. Actually. I really enjoyed it. I might actually put some footage in the background so people can see. Uh, but how did you yeah. feel about it, Age Gone?
1: Let me know. I think it was. Uh, I, at first, I thought this was like just a legit story instance, and then we're getting to the end. It's like, oh, big boss. Let's see how it goes. And then, and then I find out it's a strike mission. Afterwards, I'm like, it's interesting because I thought. Uh, Again, I haven't played all the strike missions, so I just thought that uh, strike missions would teach you little mechanics over time like raids do, and then at the end you kind of add those mechanics all together, but it didn't feel like that for this one. It felt like different uh, pieces that you would go through like you would do in a story, in actual like a Guild Wars 2 uh, story episode. And then everything comes out to the end where all the mechanics were just very interesting. I picked up on them quickly because I rated in the game before. Yeah. Um, but obviously, like, some people haven't, and so it took a while, which was, I think, the interesting bit because um, it didn't completely, like, kill off everyone because, like, it just made it way longer because the if you don't CC the boss, obviously, you don't get that DPS phase. Um, so it just took longer to beat, and uh, it, it took a while, but when people actually started ta- saying in chat, hey, you got to do this and this, it worked pretty well. So I think it's interesting to... S- I- I'm wondering if that, those little things of, like, you have to kill these portals, you have to get in the tank to CC and all that stuff, I wonder how well that translates into people actually doing it for other strike missions do they actually learn that's because like for me strike missions are for learning learning how to mechanics work and attributing all of that knowledge and like that learning factor into harder content like raids and fractals so for me it's like i'm just wondering I am going into these wondering like how well are these actually executing pretty well and for me I think it worked pretty well for this one in particular. I I can't say about the other ones. Did that you? was really long winded. did. No, I'm no, sorry. no. But no, no, no. It was made, made sense.
0: No, you did you enjoy it essentially?
1: I did like it. I I was it was actually challenging cuz I was like all berserker. Um yeah, you so get hit a lot there's a lot of damage in that so I had to make sure to like dodge and stuff and yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh god fun.
0: dodging oh i don't know mm. be careful about that
1: <laughs> yeah i know i have felt, i felt like at least twice on that That was not fun but i came back right away, so
4: i had a hell of a time the very first time that i actually played it cuz i was only playing with one other
0: person so it was the other person and myself Wait, you were two people in the whole instance Two people in the whole instance. Wait, when were you doing we this?
4: Did it? Well, I was actually for the footage to collect before it got released. But the footage we did it, and we were there for an hour and a half. And it was not But we committed. You you think it's easy going with just two
0: people? Did you actually just do two. it? Did you finish? We did
4: it. We completed no it. It took an hour and thirty minutes, though.
1: That is
0: pretty good, to be fair. <laughs>
1: Yeah. To be fair, you can beat that without CCing. It just takes a lot longer. I was
4: playing a Condi uh, Renegade, and I was just short bowing it the entire time. Oh, uh,
0: yeah, that's why. Okay, it was good. It's it fun. <laughs> I'm actually going to put. How did you feel about it, Inks? You've you've been uh, relatively
2: quiet. I'm not sure um, how you feel about the instance. It was too long for me. It felt more like a dungeon and less like a strike right? to me. Um, the story is okay. I'm not a big fan of the Brood Saga story in general. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, like, this being sort of an extension of that in a way, is it's okay. It's fine. Um, but as a strike to do it again and again and again, it's just a bit long for me. It's not something I would want to do every day, for example. Maybe I would do it once a week. I think I've done it twice in total, so, you know. Um, it's a little bit long for me as a strike, as repeatable, you know. But it's okay; it's decent.
4: On the topic of it being a strike, I don't know if it actually is officially branded as a strike, though. I think it is. Oh,
2: well, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not considered a strike. What's that age?
1: I checked the wiki, and it said it was. Yeah, I think it, really- it kind of is.
0: I think it's this section like, you know, I'm I've got it on the screen at the moment as well and if you're listening uh, to this, it's you can go on, on strike I guess. But yeah, it's like essentially like, you've got this kind of you've got this you've got this tank and then you get to, the boss part is really like more strike themed. I think
4: that they have added elements of the strike and of course rewards for a strike mission. But I don't I don't, at least personally, I don't view this as a strike mission because it is in the story, like, tab, the chapter. It is one uh, episode, in, in a sense. The, yeah. And it's not on the, the strike mission portal at all. It's distinctly in the scrying pool, which will be attached to hopefully more narrative beats uh, in this whole visions of the past system that they have going on. So I don't view it as a strike necessarily. I view it more of like a story dungeon with repeatable achievements and rewards to go for.
1: Okay, that is interesting then. Because is this it, this isn't like a patch where you can you just need to log in and get the story for free type of deal? And then until the next episode comes out, this is like a permanent thing. Like I'm not sure how this works now. This vision of the past. Yeah, you have to log in to unlock it. Okay. Were you talking about how
0: That's... you access it other than? How do you access this, actually, after you've done it for the first time?
1: Because what Kripp is saying is that you access it via the scrying pool. I don't know if you access it through the portal after that. I
4: don't think you do. I don't think it shows up. It's only the individual strike bosses that show up. I could be wrong, but I'm like 90% sure. I don't know.
0: Someone log (laughs) in and tell us. How do you get back into that? I've not actually tried to go back in again, to be fair.
2: Um, Yeah, me Um... You get in via the Scranton pool, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's... I, I found that interesting, because it's... It's it's not part of the Iceproof Saga in terms of necessary story, but it's, it's content that you need to unlock by logging in. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting if a person doesn't log in and they come back, it's like, uh, I would like to do the strike mission, but I don't have access to it. So I'm wondering if it's... If people will have access, or do they need Icebrook Saga at some shape or form?
2: Maybe. That's Yeah, really. I don't know, because I have all that stuff unlocked, so I can't, I don't have a way to test that. Yeah, I me mean, neither. So yeah, insane.
0: that's true. That's actually, the true. strikes being available to players if they haven't unlocked the content,
2: the
1: episode it belonged to. how you know? I
0: have no idea.
1: Yeah, I'd have to look into that. Huh. I'm interested
0: says. to see
4: how the Visions of the Past, because it is in the story journal, if it's going to be needed, if, if a player who doesn't log in is going to need to buy it uh, when the next episode comes out, or whenever a next, say, Vision of the Past comes out. Is this going to be distinctly separate from the actual episodes or not? I don't think they commented on that.
1: I think they should be, because it's not part of the Iceberg Saga in terms of necessary story. It's more like I agree. Story.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. true. Is this an actual episode? Is this even no, an no. episode? No,
1: no, no. they titled this as what's it called? I think this
0: is just a,
2: a
4: side, side branch of story that they It's
2: a separate side release. Like, yeah. So we've had more to likely... We're going to see more of. Okay. So this is not included. We're going to get episode three. Yeah, and then after episode three, we'll probably get visions of the past two. Right.
0: That won't be. So they're extending the. So you do think that they're extending the? They're going to have the same amount of episodes that they have, but they're extending the visions of the. They're extending it the saga by double almost by inserting a visions of the past after each episode. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. Festivals,
2: yeah. That I festival.
4: think that's what they were referring to when they said Living World, or in this case, the saga releases aren't going to necessarily look the same as it has in the past, mm. say with the classic episode. I think they might have been alluding to this visions of the past system that they're doing to also keep players intrigued uh, in the interim of waiting for actual episodes.
2: Yeah, right, so yeah, saying, I mean, don't saying... Know... Okay. I don't know how frequent they're going to be, but we do know that they plan to do more visions of the past type stuff in the future.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I think Reed have said there's like a quote where they've said supplementary living world content. Okay.
2: That kind of makes some yeah. sense.
0: I mean, if it, if it was like every <laughs> every if it was, but the thing is, I mean, as well, if they extended it the Last Bruce Saga so that it went over the expansion, which we think which I think a lot of us are thinking later last next year, right? Like Q4, right? Maybe, probably, more than likely. Um, Yeah. Then they probably could extend the... They could get the blood, this saga, going on till then if they do it this way, right?
2: Easily.
0: Yeah, easily.
4: Mm -hmm. I think they're going to. And I'm kind of excited because, unlike what you said, I'm actually starting to be more intrigued by the story and subject matter of the Char and the Norn. But it, it also runs into the possibility of, like, you know, if you don't like the story, you're kind of just waiting there. Or perhaps the visions of the past might pop in a storyline. Well, there's more,
0: might there, is, there is this more story available, because I think they know that, you know, we've been kind of with these people, these same people, for so long now that it's gone a little bit like, you know, it might be nice to talk to someone else <laughs> every so often. Just,
2: just to see different stories, because... yeah. With the Brood Saga and previous Living World stories, you're hooked into one storyline. Mm-hmm. But it's the world of Tyria. There's, there's many stories happening, or you would like to think that there are many stories happening yeah. throughout your MMORPG. It's just that you're only seeing one story, and this visions of the past stuff allows you to see different storylines that are not necessarily directly related to, say, the main storyline. And that's what made some people very angry about raids, because mm-hmm. raids were telling a separate story, sort of connected to the world, but not exactly. Uh, they were telling a separate story, and those who really love story were upset that, oh, I I don't have a raid group, or I can't get into raids, and I'm missing these story beats. So I think this is just an easier way for them to tell some side stories that are maybe fun. That's true, actually. That's actually very true.
0: I mean, it's it's like I think you're right. I think they branded themselves very much. I think what is it? Even in the opening, the opening kind of cinematic, it says this is my story, right? Like it's all, that's like the yeah, primary yeah. thing. So that's, <laughs> so they they're actually selling it as like your this is your really hooked like this is your story. This isn't anyone else's, but. Um, you know, in in a world where you say you completely write inks, you know, it's a world where there are many, many, many stories and you want to find out about, you know, where did Rylan come from? Like how did he get to this place where it seems like him, you know, he potentially, you know, took a wrong turn, or, you know, how did this NPC die? Or how did, you know, this dungeon get formed in this way? Like, how did these things happen? And it's like there's always these questions where you're like, and this actually could be quite a cool little storyline. And then yeah, you don't really get any of that backstory, so I I really liked it in that respect. And I think you know, even with the dwarves in that instance, I know I'm obsessed with dwarves, but it was a new NPC, it was a new enemy, um, it was a new model. Well, it a new? It's not technically a new model, I guess they've just based it off the dwarf, I suppose. But um, that was quite cool. How did you? What did you think about the dwarves? I mean, I have to ask because I just loved it. I was just like, yes. <laughs> There's dwarves in
1: Guild Wars too. Ah.
0: And they called and I had to I had to ask Reading it because I was like, uh, which dwarves are they? And then Stone Summit. And I was like yeah. wicked. Was it was uh, I it... shot them. You shot, I shot them, them with the cannons. I was no. done. <laughs> no one cares about them at all. Like as much as I do. Mm-hmm. I, don't
1: know. I, I I you have played what I wasn't understand, I guess. But I guess um, yeah. The, but uh, I gotta talk about the cannons. The cannons were really cool, though, because I'm uh, um I don't know if anyone remembers, but there was like this image where a char, I think it was a warrior type with a cannon over its shoulder. There's it like mm-hmm. that. I'm like, it translated to this. I'm like, yeah, that. that bazooka.
0: That was cool, a bazooka thing. Yeah, the knot back and stuff. I'm
1: like, and I'm like, can can like for if you're gonna add new elite specials can someone have a canon i don't I, like obviously make it good yes they, yes they clean. can
0: exactly that was exactly what i was thinking when i was streaming i was like dude this but, is a new elite specialization it has to be bazooka yeah. is so cool like imagine that dudes it was that knockback was fun as hell
1: i love it yeah. I, I was thinking they can make it like a chart like a like an engineer kit, if anything, or yeah. like a uh, specialization for warrior or something. But uh, I was think I was also thinking like, oh, would this be good for PP and things like that? And not- but yeah, that's digressing. From the I've cool kind of got a more kit. Common. I mean,
0: it could work similar in a similar respect I mean, you know, they'll tweak the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't yeah. care. We want the more. We we don't. We I, I don't know. And not. I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna say we because I'm not sure how Inks feels about the the whole <laughs> bazooka thing. He doesn't seem that amused. Oh no, he liked it. His thumbs up. It was
2: good. Yeah, it was fun. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I like and I like the dwarves as well. I wish there was more. More of them. Actually, you know, as far as I guess we could maybe talk about this later, but as far as playable races go, dwarves is definitely on that list for me. Of. Hopefully, being playable at some fucking point.
0: hell, yeah. I Sorry, I swore. I'll try that not to. Reality,
2: but I would like it. You know?
0: <laughs> See, Inks has said it. I want it. It's in dwarves. Playable
4: dwarves. Yeah, I was thinking that perhaps with an expansion, they could do some sort of sub race. Granted, you know everyone wants the Tengu. But what about the dwarves?
0: Who cares about the damn Tengu? Screw them. I, mean, I want dwarves. They aren't cares? They're t- t- birds. These are dwarves. I want a Tengu okay. thief so badly. <laughs> you shame. want a Tengu thief? What about a, what about a dwarf thief? Have you thought about that? Actually, that, that a would dwarf be cool, thief. Dude. Okay. You know
4: what? I like Corvus. What do you say? Dwarf and Tengu. That double feature. It's like it's like the one meme. Why not both? Like, let's do it that's a lot of work though
3: <laughs> nah <laughs> it's fine
4: I think you know what I think they on the whole topic of races I think they could do it but yeah. uh, and honestly I wouldn't even be mad if they just said you know what we're not doing a voice actor the entire 1 through 8 experience you're just gonna have to read but you know I don't know I'd I, be fine with it I
0: have a theory about this and we can talk about it later but I do have a theory about this I have a theory about whether or not if they, if they brought new races in um not new new but you know new playable uh what God. how they would do it i do have a theory could um, they use the
4: audio files from existing voice actors
0: and then just happen to switch it up i mean i wasn't just thinking about i wasn't thinking about that but i mean you know oh. you could it <laughs> might be a bit dodgy <laughs> suddenly got the grainy audio <laughs> a weird, oh, wow. <laughs> and there's just random words like spliced together and it's just like hi you are <laughs> and it just kind of sound like you're bought on twitch that'd be kind of funny i guess um <laughs> okay this is giving us fuel for the fire uh in a bit for the kind of expansion Ugh. talk um let's throw a gas canister on it <laughs> yeah fire everything fire everywhere um da-da-da-da. but yeah i like this i like this longer instance i actually really liked having this instance public it was quite cool the events leading up to the strike and the boss um was was pretty cool whether or not it's a strike or not whatever um <laughs> We we'll get get away from that one. Um, but the boss was cool as well, and it was you know it kind of reminded me of the uh, what is it? Is it cough? It's not cough. Um, I can't remember which instance is where he's got the he could, does the whole Terminator thing as well, with the thumbs up. Which which instance boss? Which dungeon boss is that? Do you know what I'm talking about? He dies and he's got he has his thumbs up. He does the whole thumbs up Terminator thing. With, the
4: molten facility.
0: I think so.
4: With the same model. Or is this a different model here? Sure. Talk- Sorrow's Embrace.
0: To- yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Chat's got it. They yeah. Got it. They got it. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of that similar kind of thing, but which is fun. Um, okay, so story instance. We were playing as Ryland. You guys like that story instance? <gasps> Ooh, I totally forgot
4: about this, but this is nice. Okay,
0: anyway, anyone can talk. Age <laughs> looks excited, excited that. and Inks is kind of, I think, excited. I'm not so sure. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> like, Inks' uh, face is like confusing because he's he's very deadpan, but then he's like kind of happy.
1: But Age, you I mean, seem excited. <laughs> I mean, like every every time like, I'm a char with a great sword, it's a good time. So, oh,
0: fair yeah. enough. Oh, the abilities, the new abilities. Oh, they were good. I like those. They were really good.
4: I, f- um, I ended up not using them a lot because I felt they were so much weaker than the, uh, the abilities that I had that I could do, especially with condition throw, damage.
0: What, on, a hor- uh, on, a <laughs> on a horse? On a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong game. <laughs> Next,
4: lead spec. Next lead spec. Introduces horse mounts and you can use the sword. Great. So,
0: uh, so you just got this horse and you're holding it. And it's just a flame for out of the back. You're so. holding a
4: horse that's holding a great sword that's on fire. Yes, yeah, Let's yeah. make that a thing. <laughs> no, but I just found that they were cool. Yeah. Gameplay wise, they're really cool. I still used it to like tie in with the world that I was playing in, but oftentimes I felt like I could clear the actual instance much faster using the weapon abilities that I already had.
0: They so over um, for efficiency over like actual fun.
4: I mean, after but the that's third fun you, time, yeah, of course. after the third time that I played it, I kind of was like, I'll just use my regular abilities I'm
0: over it.
1: Thank you. So, but age okay. liked it. I
0: switched over. Why it did was, you like the Great Sword Age?
1: I actually used it like efficiently to like chain CC and stuff. It was great, and there's yeah. like that two skill is like does a ton of damage, but you have to be like super close. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Find it. Some
0: footage as well because I've got it. Uh, I'll stick it on the screen, but yeah, yeah the two the second ability was really awesome because you could just mm-hmm. you just stood there and uh, just because you had to use that to get through the walls, right? to get through the ice yeah. walls, um, I kind of wish it had a little bit longer range. That was just me. Yeah, that kind of uh, put you in place, that channel.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that was like a pure melee weapon because that five skill is a super long dash that allows you to get into melee. And then you can just combo with the rest of the skills and use the one-off cooldown uh, if you if you need it like, abilities, and then you could swap to your actual profession skills if you wanted, and then uh, until the sword skills come back up, and then you just keep going over and over. So I I found a lot of fun to use.
0: What I liked as well was the fact that, and I'm showing it on screen at the moment, um, is that you could walk around, you still had this great sword on your back, and then you had, like, your weapons. You actually had both sets, kind of, I guess, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, because you're just kind of stuck with this... Um, this great sword it was really engineering kind of weapon I kind of felt as well. I don't know. I like the fire. it's
1: a great sword with fire propellers on it i th- I think that counts yeah, yeah,
2: I think so
0: inks did you what would you reckon what did you think about the whole different weapon?
2: um I'm not the biggest fan of replacing my character with some other character.
0: Ah, okay, so you didn't like you know, playing
2: Ryland much. I don't really like being taken out of my... Sorry, my voice is going. It's okay. I, I don't really like being taken out of my character. And as cool as the great sword is, it's also a bit silly looking. And what? 90% of the people at PAX who were taking pictures thought it was a gun or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. The way they were holding it. Yeah, <laughs> it is that really great sword. Me, okay, but, right, right, right. That annoyed maybe, you. <laughs> Oh, um, but it's, it's isn't isn't it just it,
4: been really heavy. But isn't it, it was really of? heavy.
2: I was it, say, I'm yeah. sure it was really heavy, but half of them were holding, like, the hilt was the gun barrel, and I'm yeah. just like, it's not a gun. Oh, my but God.
0: But it is no. technically like a flamethrower. So, like, you know, a flamethrower is kind of like a gun. Yeah. So, I guess but in a way... Kind
4: of, to piggyback off of what Ink said, thank you for saying that, because I will never use this weapon skin on any of my characters, I think. What? Amazing. i just didn't like the i didn't like the skin i'm sorry kill me i don't know
2: jesus i, I mean it's if but i like the idea of Grisler, the instance and oh. i like the idea of telling the story this way to get sort of answers but i'm not the biggest fan of my character becoming somebody else like we used to have that one where you did the memory and you became case
0: yeah,
1: I remember.
2: You know, it's it's okay, whatever. I mean, you can just go and use your own skills, so that's a plus.
1: Mm-hmm. Kate's but, skills uh, were broken as all hell. Yeah, know.
2: I'm just not the biggest fan of of that sort of thing. But I get it for the storytelling aspect yeah. for what they're trying to do. Bringing in some. It new was, you stuff. know, it's it was, you know, it was fine. So
1: how how would you? Go about doing a similar type of deal, like you go through playing through that instance, but with your own character. Because I don't know, it's it's really hard otherwise, right? Yeah, unless you play with your own profession skills,
2: or you go in with well, no, that doesn't work either. I was going to say you go in with an NPC, but in this case, it doesn't work for the story. I mean, I don't think there is a great alternative. I think you just have to become that character to. I don't know.
4: Yeah, I don't think this... I have to like it. (laughs) That's true. I just don't think this medium really was aiming for you to not be a certain character. I think the best they could have done was give you your weapon abilities, which made it feel better, at least. But I just don't think that's really what this this whole thing was about, or what they were going for, necessarily.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like maybe, at least for the strike mission, you can use your... I feel like... If they establish that you are the facade of a char recruit mm-hmm. but you still look like your character, I think that would work. so you're a Norn yes, but a char yeah so <laughs> <laughs> Do you
3: mm-hmm.
0: mean put the armor you mean give you the same essentially maybe the same armor, but just you're a char like kind of thing or <laughs>
3: You're your
1: your, like. No, 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 no. Not, not like layering. I mean, like. <laughs> what do you in? It... No, I mean, like, you, you appear as your character, but everyone else sees you as a oh, character. Oh, right. <gasps> oh, like Kazmir's okay. illusion thing? Yeah, that's right, of deal. right,
0: right, right. I
3: right. guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of more of a vision, like, like kind of. You have have a, like, you know, and it's your inserted into this thing, I guess.
2: That makes sense. I mean, to be fair, I think the way they're doing it is perfectly fine. I don't really think they should change it. Even though I don't personally prefer to have my character changed to have different skills or whatever, even though you can have your own skills in this case. In Kate's case, you didn't. But even though I feel that way, I think the way ArenaNet does it is perfectly fine, and it's like they shouldn't listen to me when it comes to this at all they should just do what they're doing because it, it works better than my no alternative solution i mean i
0: did i did like it's always good to discuss these things you know different thoughts different ideas of ways that maybe you can they could they could yeah. do stuff And and i did i personally enjoyed it i did like i like the extra weapon i think age is right you know first there was some bugs with it um definitely like i went into photon forge and i was in my asura again <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> it kind of broke my immersion a little bit um you can actually show sure, i can show you <laughs> this is not good um it was it was a bit like it was a bit tiny slight tad immersion breaking if you look at the stream i mean if, if people are listening to this you can go look at the video but I went into Photon Forge, and often occasions, they was well, my Asura, But, like, what do they do? Do they just they have to, you know, work that kind of stuff out? So, well, I guess... I the thought way. they
1: would just use the Char Photon Forge. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, guess it didn't work it.
0: I,
4: I saw a Reaper go into Death Shroud, and it broke my immersion, and I wasn't even playing that, that uh, character. Okay. But I immediately forgot about it after, like, a second or two. But playing a character that transforms, yeah, that would be a little jarring.
1: Okay,
0: interesting. But um, there was, you had to get these, you had to, there's a part where you have to get a ton of chests in this, and there's all these hidden chests. I did it the first time. I felt quite good about that. I was like... That's
4: what <laughs> you were doing.
0: Massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's loads of areas. There's little bosses, like mini bosses and stuff, in these, in these different areas where you can go and uh, get these things, and they're all mini jump areas. So, yeah, it was pretty cool in that respect. But... The end boss of this is, and we were all like, as soon as we started seeing it, we were like, is this an elite specialization? This is a guardian, right? This is, what's the name? Um, I can't remember. Almora,
4: name. Soulkeeper. Yeah.
0: So Almora is doing some new abilities that we've not seen before. Um, This triangular kind of fire line. I don't know what to call it. Um, Kind of porting. I don't know, I kind of was like, is this going to be some kind of a new elite specialization, maybe? Or is this just something specific to them? I
2: don't know if you guys thought about this at all. Could be a cool guardian. Mm-hmm. I, because of the blue, the cyan color, I always think, like, guardian, right? But... Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's a guardian Oh as well. Yeah, she's a guardian. Yeah. And there was a symbol. But, like, she's and... not using any different weapons. Sword shield yes. is pretty classic, you know. That's but the, the abilities are really cool. That charge forward and <sighs> stuff, yeah. Yeah. I think
4: one could interpret this using a sword and shield could be that they might get and I know a lot of guardians have been saying, What about an offhand sword? And if you look at the the pattern that we've gotten for elite specializations, we've had a, a two hander longbow, we've had a main hand axe. We haven't had an off hand yet, but we can mm-hmm. use the main hand sword. So this could be, you know, a possible offhand
0: guardian. It could be sword utility ability. as well. I mean this Yeah, is, this, it could be utility, true. It could be utility. If she's not using a new weapon, you never know. I always like to fuel a little bit of the conversation with this kind of... Especially with the elite specializations coming up. And there's loads of abilities out there that we... That they could borrow into these places. And I'm like, hmm. Because these lines are around for quite a long time. There's another ability where she kind of goes into the middle and puts out these kind of mini Aegises on the floor. Which kind of look a little bit like uh, Dragon Hunter slash... Yeah, kind of Dragon Hunter-esque, I guess, with one of the traps. That we've got, and I was just like, yeah, okay, maybe this is a thing. Maybe the the maybe the you know the the great sword is going to be a thing. But I don't even know if they've started work on. I think they have started work on the expansion, haven't they? They said they uh, have. They yeah. they have. They've definitely gone through concepts.
2: At Least, yeah. More now, I guess. I mean, and I someone have, someone is saying, isn't this just the Ellie dagger dagger flame line? Mm-hmm, it certainly. is, except. That this, this is activated three times in a row, so yeah. it seems like maybe this ability would have three bullets. I forget what they're actually charges, called. But yeah. Ammunition. Three, three yeah. charges. Ammunition, right. yeah. So you could, like, use charge, charge, charge. You could charge three times before it has to renew itself or whatever, right? Um, mm. And that's different. I mean, it's it's interesting and different, I think.
1: I'm going to tell you right now. As a Thief player, I'm going to be very sad if this a specialization, because <laughs> fighting that will be very painful.
4: And I actually
1: do not want that to be a skill
4: at all. Why? I think Guardian already has a lot of teleportation and mobility on top yeah. of the amount of boons that they have and blocking. I think if they go along this line... I think it'd be very detrimental, considering that they in PvP guardians already have a lot of speed. I mean, if you have the sword, you have a teleport on that with your symbol, and then your True. utility skill uh, judges or the intervention one that doesn't heal but teleports yeah. you and deals damage. Judges
0: intervention, yeah.
4: And then to have possibly three charges of a fast dash and evade possible evade possibly evading skill, I think it just really muddies
0: the entire Guardian kit. It's weird, I think the, the, fun, the funny thing is, is because in PvP Guardian is not really considered that mobile, really. Yeah, um, in because PvP in Guardian, com- yeah. In, like, comparison to other classes, because you have to take a rune to supplement your speed, like Lynx, for example. Um, they have a lot of swiftness. They do, but if you're playing damage, you don't, unless you're playing Symbol Brand, which, you know, you can get speed from time, but um which is broken. But um right, just firebrand just go into your
4: tome. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's, it's a bit. Yeah, it's a bit. Other than that, I mean, you've got two teleports, but there is cooldowns for these. So I think you, they could get away with it just about, but I think you know they'd have to bring something out probably for for mm-hmm. necro or and other classes because still there's, I think you know. I don't know we'd have to say that's pvp man.
2: that's where my brains are i guess i don't know how good or bad it would be but i think it would be a lot of fun teleport to your enemy and then you dash real quick and then you can use another teleport to get back to them and dash again and i don't know that sounds like a lot of fun to me (laughs) (laughs) it's
4: a lot of fun but i think that would fit the revenant maybe a bit more
2: Maybe yeah, maybe
0: but... isn't it? it could be like changing up the playstyle of the class is also good. Like having that because I think that's what they're trying to do, right? Like because cause Revenant's already got that kind of ability. What with sword, uh, sword free,
1: Shiro. yeah,
0: and it's and Shiro as well, yeah, exactly. So it's like maybe like shifting that over to a more assassiny, Even though uh, Guardians can be kind of assassiny, but like that kind of like Inks is saying, like the porting around and then the the speed like gives them a different that does give them a little bit of different kind of gameplay because like Dragon Hunter, it can be very, very stationary. You just slam down your traps, you know, you pull, pull people in and, you know, you're hitting them from afar with your bow or whatever.
2: Well, and, and somebody else said it would be great for Guardian to get away. To get out of combat, to get away from people, and yeah, you can triple dash away.
0: Exactly, because like you can only you can only engage with ports. Like you need a target for ports. Like whereas like great sword is good, I guess, and scepter help. Free helps with the with locking down. But otherwise, if you're a guardian, yeah, getting out is quite annoying unless you got staff, I suppose.
4: I think um, their whole entire system of getting out shouldn't be based on teleportation. I think it holds much better to having ample access to stability and aegis and protection i think they rely more so on boons than rather being a thief and teleporting away i just think in terms of thematically i wouldn't like to see it for guardian Mm. is it a cool skill yes but do i see it for guardian not necessarily
0: yeah fair Fair. that's actually a good point as well many things to consider many things to consider (gasps)
4: Yeah. We've ventured into expansion, yeah, expansion
0: talk, into expansion talk. <laughs> Um I think it's cause we might be going there. Um I'm gonna have a quick look. Uh we've got 'cause we've got about forty five minutes or so left anyway, so we might do. But generally there are other things. Um Okay, it's all talking Oh the, yeah, of course. The story instances from episodes previously in the past. Um mm. This wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. I'm honest in in all honesty. <laughs>
3: Really,
0: uh, Inks is like, uh oh. Um, is- that, that doesn't mean it's that. that doesn't mean it's bad, um, and it doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. It's just you- not what I expected it
1: to be. Can-, can you explain it to me? I have not seen this yet. Um,
0: <laughs> so I thought this was gonna be a redo or a or a, a new envisioning of an part episodes from season one, of uh, or. F- or specifically maybe even starting from the beginning of season one and maybe i read the post wrong or i interpreted it wrong which is which is my fault and it might not have even said that um but i actually thought we were going to go through it and experience season one again in a different way um i don't know i don't know if anyone felt that that was kind of insinuated in any kind of way or i just read that wrong (laughs) which is potentially the case um i didn't expect to get what i got Anyone... I
4: expected exactly what we got. You did. I think you know we were talking about a bit before of like lowering expectations, or rather getting hyped only to be let down. Oh no! When don't said, say
0: that. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you, you can. dug your own grave. You, can. You, wrote, have... you
4: dug your own grave. I did. But I, did. Um, I was expecting exactly what we got when they said we're going to be seeing four episodes of Living World season one. I wasn't expecting them to remaster it at all. I think. That would have been entire... That would have been... Oh, that would have been a lot of work. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think... But I do think the way that they have implemented it is a little weird, but they have said that they're going to be continuing this to eventually have a fully, like, solid set for Living World Mm. Season 1.
0: When you say weird, what do you mean weird?
4: It just felt extremely disjointed Mm. uh, because you jump right into... Like, the only one that I played was Bram's.
0: Bram's is the first one. You
4: jump right in, and if you don't know the story, you're like, what the hell is going on? You immediately are flung into a conflict. Yeah. And there's no background. You get hints of it when you're playing it. Um, But with with it being Bram, it makes sense, because he was one of the very first characters introduced in Living World Season 1. But I thought that the best thing to do would have been to have, like, four Four instances with Bram, rather than jumping, you know, from Bram to Rocks to Scarlet to Kanak, just all over the place. Have a set where you release it, have four instances with Bram, giving backstory of Bram, and then leading into the
1: conflict. That's how I would have done it. (laughs) It was all one shot?
2: Yes. It was the old Bram story where you go to his home instance, and they Uh tell that whole story about his... Was it his girlfriend? His girlfriend was yeah. captured. And then in season one, you then went into the dungeon, Molten, whatever it was called, mm-hmm. where you got jetpacked for the first time. And you save uh-huh. his girlfriend. And then she like runs off with some other dude and just disses Bram. So <laughs> it's not really his girlfriend. It's a girl so he's, he's interested <laughs> in. It's, it's a girl that he likes. Yeah. She's trying. trying to protect her. But she friend zones him and and she runs off with some <laughs> other
0: dude. I mean, I I mean, people are saying elsewhere in the chat and stuff that they didn't expect it to be that way as well. I think maybe my my expectations were a little bit higher. Maybe I'm just hopeful. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it was. I I understand what the premise, the idea was, because you got connects battle there as well, which is really. Uh, I completely forgot how to deal with that, and it was actually quite annoying. Um, And then I worked it out again. Um, But there was that. There was Rox, right?
2: With the original voice. Yeah, Rox had her own home instance. There was free. The the pet thing. And then the other one was Canuck. And it was Canuck. So there was free. But the problem is, the problem, now I, I played all of season one. I remember it. Uh, decently well.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I think you got good um, grips on that. So yeah. for me, selfishly, for me, I'm not interested in this sc- content at all. Really, uh-huh. you know, um I do think it's a good idea for the game, and I, I'm glad Arena is trying something to bring a feel of season one back. But I, I totally agree with Kruf that they need to focus and sort of tell the whole story of. Yes. of Bram like like they need to do the Bram instance but they need to do a little prologue for Bram and then they need to do the dungeon instance right after to get that complete story
3: mm.
2: you're just getting this middle piece that of new players just going to be like okay I guess it is a very and basic thing. Yeah. like you jump into this part of Kanak's story but you miss the beginning parts of why Kanak is the way he is in this part of the story yeah so you don't get a complete picture when playing through these instances. I completely forgot about the Canuck stuff.
0: Because I was like, oh, da- what? What? Oh, yeah, this <sighs> happened. This was a thing. Like, why? Because <laughs> I completely forgot. And I was just Canuck like... Canuck was
4: a baddie? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And, in, and it's like, you know, in Heart of Fawns, you're kind of reminded about this a little bit. But, you know, it wasn't like... It wasn't, it was more of an insinuation that he was just a Silvari. I think it wasn't really a, you know, an insinuation on his past massively because maybe I just forgot and that's the way I interpret it. But like, yeah, I totally agree. There was, I mean, I think the rocks part, I think, I actually think the rocks part with the pet was actually not too bad, was probably the better part, was probably the best of those because you got to see her. Like, kind of come together with a pet. Like, that was actually quite a cool little. That was a beginning, wasn't it? Essentially, like that was a beginning story arc for like the pet and, and her. So, that was quite cool. Um, but yeah, I think I feel really like there was some stuff missing there that that could have, that maybe could have been worked up because I'm still thinking about, and I think Inks alluded to this as well, was the, was the new player that's coming in and that is still really in the dark in terms of what happened in this first season, like this first, in this first season, because, you know, there were so many good things. Um, and we were talking about South Sun Cove. We were talking about, you know, uh, LA, we were talking about, you know, battle for LA and all that kind of stuff. Remembering how epic that was, if that's going to be coming back. Um, because that was one of my favorite bits of content that I've ever released. Um, battle for LA. I can't remember how late that was, but that was so good. Um, and then going to kill yeah. like you know Scarlet and all of that, like that was just awesome. Um, That's when I rejoined, and I had so much fun.
2: It was awesome. It was so good. It, but it but so here's good. the thing: in its current iteration, and I do believe ArenaNet's going to make this better as they yeah. I, think so, like, yeah. I think so. Yeah, they'll flesh it out more. But in its in its current iteration, Battle for LA would just be you on Scarlet's barge, and you'll have that one fight, and then you'll just go into. I think you're right. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it, but. <laughs> <You know>. Spoilers, <laughs> but you'll go in and have the, the Scarlet cutscene.
0: Yeah, which was um, very and by good. By
2: the f- way, that fight, that Scarlet fight, is actually a pretty it's good pretty fight. Decent. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty decent. It's pretty good. Absolutely.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, and it wouldn't be that wouldn't be horrible, but there was again, there's this big experience before, which was so much better. Like, well, not it wasn't better, it was different. Um, which was so good, which can definitely come back. I really could bring like this is an instance which they. I mean, I don't know how it's good and how it works in Dev and everything specifically, but, you know, I know the process, but bringing back this instance, you know, it feels like they've just reactivated this, this stuff from the past and brought it back in an episodic type, and they've just activated it and started it in. Obviously, it takes more effort and work than that, because you've got to bring all these things from the past, think about the stuff that's been implemented now, adjust, you know, do all the things you need to do. I'm not saying it's easy, um, but... You know, would would something I mean Chat can talk about this as well, maybe. Is like the battle for LA one of these things, like these classic events where I think like in the past that and I'm getting onto Marionette with this, by the way, as well. Um, that, you know, people didn't witness that they could witness and could continue to witness in a way that it's a way to either farm for some new rewards or to just experience it and to just have mm-hmm. these or even a seasonal past event thing where you're just like, here's Battle of cut queue up for this instance. Here is the marionette, queue up for this instance. Here is, you know, the what are other things happened? <laughs> the clock, of the tower, you know, the worm. These, yeah. Like all these different. The things. Yeah. 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 The car cut, Like exactly. Like these one-time events where they're massively instance into the game and you can just queue up for them, like past events. Like, you, do you know what I mean? Like, is that immersion breaking? Is that just bad idea? Cause I want to go and experience these things. Marionette was. Epic. And like, it could be, it could be a, it could be a clown fiesta but it was pretty good i don't know
2: that's what made it it, good, though the fact that it was a clown fiesta yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's true if you take take the marionette and you scale it down to work for five people let's say it's not the same experience as having 50 or 60 people on the map Mm -mm. who are kind of ruining the experience for you but also is what made it fun and difficult
1: Oh, yeah, I'm talking about yeah. on a larger
2: scale. Absolutely. For, yeah, yeah. for
1: me, it'd, be, it'd sound like more like an annual event type of deal that you would do. So, so more people, people get involved. To do the, yeah, so like the South Sun, ex, like that was a cool thing. I could barely experience that because I had like a terrible PC at the time. and like I Everyone
0: experienced
1: that, Paul. Uh, yeah, I could barely get in, things like that. So maybe they can do it better this time around. Uh, marionette could be another one as well like I think that would be a cool way to experience the big event large scale events from that season Um, kind of like the events of...
0: we've got now you know like super adventure yeah. box comes back or like you know dragon bash comes back and
1: yeah, that's a good idea I, I, don't, I... I don't know how they could spread that out though I don't know if they want to spread it out or just like have like two months of hey all of these are here we're gonna er- like, just put them all there, have fun type of deal. I don't, I don't know mm. how they would do it. I don't think that they
4: will be doing that because it is directly story-related uh, and tied to season one. We're just thinking I about do?
0: unicorns, Kroof, okay? <laughs> it's
4: Ivan, and this is something Well, actually, that Colin, there, is, there is a finisher. This is something um, that
0: Colin Yance used to say to me. Guys, if you could have something, what would you think about? like? would you think about unicorns and... Like he's like, just go to the the far ends, and he would always say unicorns. I think it was either him or Josh Davis. I can't remember. <laughs> there would always be like, if you could have anything, because that's is the way they think. Sometimes, like, and of that's course. good. Obviously, doesn't work there anymore. Um, but like <laughs> a horse, but <laughs> unicorn. Do you know what I mean? Like things that don't exist that you would like to have existing. It was just
4: but I problem. do think there is a way for all of this to exist, perhaps not at the scale of what it was like when it first released. Yeah. So say. ArenaNet, if you're listening, you can take this idea for free. But I know it's good. Wow. You can mull this over. That's very but kind <laughs> of <to> me. Once, <laughs> once they Always have important. the entirety of Living World Season One story tab completed in terms of chronology and actual instance-based stuff, they could implement in the appropriate time frame visions of the past systems, where you queue up for this in a public in a ten-man oh. scenario but do battle but do like the battle for lions arch so you have this whole set of actual story missions and then like in between a story mission you have like a say vision of the past system where you re-experience yeah. the the karka queen or um the battle for lions arch perhaps not at the scale it was at, but within a group of 10 to have it maybe a little bit more condensed Ugh, That's so good. of course they'd have to do scaling I mean, you can take it for free. Mm, maybe you just give me 5%. <laughs> I'm just
3: kidding. <laughs> um,
4: but, but that's how I think they should do it. I think that is maybe the most logical um, and I mean, perhaps yeah. most effective.
1: You could also like, like stick NPCs to fill that out to make it large-scale, I guess. Kind of like Claw Island. Like, that mm. type of feel.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. Colorado, just... yeah. Marionate strike mission and wonderful. I mean, cruise idea is more possible. True. I like the idea. I like the the idea. I mean, you know, we. I think we can agree that maybe we enjoy these past things. I mean, how do you feel, uh, Inks? Did you enjoy these past things? Are they things you want to see, or are you just not interested in the past? Do you want to go forward? You want to see new um, things, new mechanics, new things developed? Like
2: you're not really interested. I mean, or? I'm I'm just not. I know wooden potatoes wouldn't like this, but I'm just <laughs> not interested in season one. You're not interested in Season 1. And that's a very so- that's a very selfish thing, because I think for the game, it's It's your good. opinion? It's your opinion? You can, but you can talk for me that. personally, I don't care about Season 1. I've already played it. <laughs> it's just like, well, Mighty Teapot came to me uh, like a year ago and was like, WoW Classic, yeah, come on, WoW Classic games. And I'm like, I beat all that content like eight years ago. <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, it's not yeah. any different. I've already done that. I don't want to do it again. Otherwise, I'd still be playing. And and I feel like that with season one. I've already done that. I was already there to put signs in the ground and go look for gyroscopes and blah, blah, blah. And signs I, I've already ground. experienced the brand story, and I already know why I hate Timey. I don't need a reminder <laughs> it. I'm sore, I'm sore, <laughs> sore. So... it. had to come off at some point in time. I was waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, So, yeah, I'm more interested Amazing. in the new story, the new stuff. And, yeah. uh, and, and kind of like side stories I would love, you know. But mm-hmm. I also understand... Why this is good for the game and so it doesn't mm. bother me i'm not angry at arena net you wasted resources how dare you uh no <laughs> not at all I, I i hope they do it well and i hope they do it for players that haven't experienced it or that just want it like wp um and i hope they do it good i hope they do a good job on it
0: I think that's completely fair. I think you're right. You know, there are going to be a lot of players who are like thinking as well. You know, we don't want to. We don't want to. We're not really interested in the past. But you know, I think for the game, you're right. It's important that the new play because to keep it going. I mean, there's an expansion coming out. I mean, you know, whether or not yes. why
3: really, I
0: mean, why there is an expansion coming out, we can we can talk about to the cows come out, probably, but you know the that whole idea has completely changed i mean you know we haven't had an expansion for a fair old while and it's like you know i mean it will be what was it path of fire was 2017 yeah yes. i mean it will yeah. be 4 yeah. years yeah. since or the was last 2018 <laughs> i think it was 17
1: because 15 was hard. Fi- yeah, 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 yeah,
4: yeah.
1: Uh, September 22nd, 2017. Yeah, so... 2017?
4: Feel, yes.
3: I feel so old! <laughs> wow,
1: you feel old. <laughs> Thank you. Um,
0: oh, I'm so old. Uh, and, like... And then it's going to be 21. Um, and yeah, you, know, you don't probably. even know, you know, with the coronavirus and everything else, I mean, everything is oh, oh, going to oh, be delayed.
2: Oh, oh, don't say that, you'll be
0: demonetized.
2: <laughs> malware. Wait, what? You what can't you talk about it. <laughs> Call it. I'm not here. Malware. You can't say the actual word. You'll you'll be demonetized. What? Really? On, yes. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. I don't give a shit about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> care about monetization on YouTube? Who cares about that? I do. <laughs> yeah, that, that that YouTube money. <laughs> I need I need that forty cents every yeah I was gonna year. say yeah well, yeah I really don't care about YouTube monetization. <laughs> I, I'm um, a struggling
4: college student and I need to get groceries. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, like because of all these things, I think you know in, in, in that's the more general scale. That's not ArenaNet specifically, so that that is a big gap. And obviously, they've had this. Um, it you know, will had slow them
4: pace. down some. Yeah, it's got to slow sure.
0: everyone down for, for to a yeah. degree, but but you know because it's online at least, you know, and there's a way to work from home, even though I don't, I don't want to, you know, they're managing with it well and they've communicated all the things that they have and they released the episode while this was... Because I'm in Washington, it's a stay, and not you know, I'm not a million miles away from here, it? You know, this, this happened while in Washington, this was just kicking off, like it was people were starting to stay at home. Uh, yeah. And yeah. they released the, the episode during this, where people had started to already go home, I believe. Um, So they were able to release it, fix it up, and, you know, mostly it worked. Um, And, you know, there's been big changes uh, to PvP, there's been changes to, you know, balance, and eventually, like, there seems to be a resurgence in the game, and then we have this announcement about the expansion at the end of this kind of small blog post,
2: where it's just like, holy crap, dude, there's going to be an expansion! What? Dare I say that ArenaNet has been on a roll... The past few they months? have a wait wait role? someone clip this know what, what? <laughs> inks can you repeat that i'll turn it up i i think uh i'll turn it up <laughs> <laughs> I, Eleven. I think arenanet has been on a positive roll with these last maybe four releases or so yeah i, I think they're spinning in the proper direction Leaving and silence. A couple of seconds of silence after yeah. that was good. I think we should clip Poignant.
0: that. <laughs> I mean, that is clip Poignant. worthy. Yeah. Absolutely clip worthy. I think you're right, man. I think you are. Like, you know, I don't know if Cruz and Cruz and Age feel the same about this. Probably do. I guess maybe they can talk about it in a uh, moment.
1: But. Yeah, no. Like the biggest thing for me was actually giving people something to look forward to, and they've been doing that with their recent like release blocks that they've been doing. And that was that was honestly one of the one things that I I would want from them right now. Um well uh, past two years honestly, but yeah, it's it's going a lot smoother right now. And if something gets delayed, just communicate about it. It's fine. I'm I'm always okay with it like waiting things. Like uh when Legendaries got suspended, I was okay with it, you know, okay. things like that. At least you communicate that you want
2: to fix hot it's fine, perfect. Just go with it. I know. Yeah, I mean, we're pissed. gonna meme you. That's <laughs> how life works. But we appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, yeah, we want life. the information. We want the communication. <sighs> we're gonna meme you. I mean, it's just gonna happen. The that's, communication that's the the has these days. Unfortunately, the communication has but got better. You're right. Communication is good.
0: Yes, and that's something they lacked. Um And I think with like the. And there has been a lot of changes as well. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that a bit more. We'll talk about the expansion stuff first, I think. Like, and, you know, maybe stuff like that. But they have actually, and to just mention this as well, they recently brought in PvP trinkets and the World v. World. Is it the amulet for World v. World? Sorry? I can't remember which way around it is again. Um, but the big, like, kind of ball globy thing... Which has kind yeah. of got battles going on inside it, which I'm not too sure. Look wise, it, it's okay, it's not too bad. But the fact that you get a legendary is the thing that I'm more kind of excited about. Are you guys like, how I do need you feel? It. You need it? <laughs> I need mean it. Is it just because it's a legendary? Or is it because that you you like the look, or is it a bit of both? Uh,
1: so, my goal was to make every legendary weapon in the That's game, true. not necessarily every armor. Uh, but I do want those because that really helps me out with World as World. Mm-hmm. Um, legendary swap is important in terms of stats and stuff like that. And especially uh, if I want to get... Um, there's uh, infusions for karma or reward gain, things like that, so I can just easily swap those out every now and then instead of swapping different trinkets. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: crave
4: I mean... I'm surprised because I actually found myself in World vs. World, and I got, like, the drop for a part of the ring. And I was like, oh, I might actually go for this.
3: Uh,
0: And I don't often see that. You sucked in.
4: I know, but I'm also trying to finish Aurora, and Uh, that is also just the the currency farm is eating up all my time. Granted, I have to World vs. World for part of Aurora as well. So... Mm. I might get to it, especially with the the talks about legendary armor and it's having its own like tab where people, where your characters can access it. It's it's much more enticing. That's true.
0: That. We could talk about that as well. There's so yeah. much there. Is. There's Actually,
4: so much, yeah, exactly. guys. It's going to be a three hour podcast.
0: Yeah, but like, but the thing is, is this is good. Like, I don't think like I mean, you know, good. I think. Inks is like been on. I think you know, Tea Time is like one of the longest running podcasts. you know, ages on his on talking script as well. And I think there's a point where you're like, you know, what do we talk about now? You know, there's a lot of there's, there's oh, a lot there's, of these uh, podcasts where you're like, about. what do we do? Like, what do we actually talk about? Like in the past, I remember sitting there Have being you like,
2: ever seen Tea Time?
0: Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, I mean, there's always stuff you can talk about, but there, it's not normally to do with the game. I mean, we
2: talk about the same topic every single week for <laughs> yes. like years on end. Well, that's but- the thing. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's but now you have new like
2: all the time,
0: yeah. I mean, well, now you've actually got game content to talk about, and you're like, okay, right,
4: yeah, yeah.
1: Does, um, it <laughs> does it feel weird? <laughs> does it <Yeah>. feel good? <laughs> um, I, the only thing actually for uh, I only have there's two legendaries I have a blocker for, so uh, coalescence is the raid ring, and I just have to actually raid in the new ones. Which I, I haven't been rating, so that's a problem for me. Mm. And then the other one is for PvP I have a small blocker because I have to play automated tournaments and I'm um, look player. <laughs> so Uh me too.
0: LFGs. Uh. LFGs. LFG, that's what I've been doing. I've got like five wins or something. Jabro,
4: hit me up. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, let's just do it.
0: <laughs> We're all NNA on NA region, so we can let's just all go. Um Actually, this is a question for for Inks then as well, because I'm not sure how much you PvP in Guild Wars 2. Um, but what is it like to have, like you know, this this there's this item and it's in you have to PvP to get it, and it's something that you will use in PVE really or world. Well,
2: for I, world. I did it, so I I did do the PvP back piece when that mm. came out. Um, I'm still I still think you should have had to hit legendary to get the legendary back piece, but anyway. Um, And that took, I think, two seasons for me to complete. Something like that. But, but then I went out of my way and completed every achievement associated with it when you don't have to do every single one. Yeah, Just because I'm weird that way. You want an achievement. Whatever. achievement yeah. yeah, I was. I used to be a big achievement hunter. But uh, it doesn't bother me that these things... I mean, I think it's good for the game that these extra things are available in i mean especially world versus world but world Mm -hmm. versus world and structured pvp i don't do a lot of structured pvp Uh, i'll play one season and then i'll take a break for like five seasons so i'm not very good at it i i'm not very consistent at it will i work on it someday probably so it's good that it's there i'm not like chomping at the bit to get it but i think it's good you know there's this false narrative i think that structured PvP players like engineer for example, only plays PvP, and mm. that's simply not true. I mean, he goes and he raids sometimes, and I
0: mean, I'm doing a podcast PvP on content. this, on like story, so <laughs> it's true. It's like most people think well, yeah. I just PvP. So, so there's yeah. this
2: idea, I think, within the community that. Some of the top end PvP players only do PvP, or even you, Jebro. Uh, not that you're not top tier. Not that you're not. Top-tier. I'm not top tier. I'm not top tier. That, that's that's not what I was trying to. Just- no, no, shit! I know what you mean. Um, well, no, you're known. You're yeah. known for PvP. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so uh, people just think like Jebro and PvP. They don't think like you do all this. You know, you don't do pve and yeah what, and like when i get when I, I put my
0: legendary armor out people really? are like what how and it's the pve well, I like version job,
4: i think of baldness
0: wow that's, that's just i just encapsulate <laughs> <laughs> i think captain picard but anyway,
2: yeah um... that's
0: good don't get me started
2: if you want to
0: if you want to have a picard <laughs> podcast i'll go right now <laughs> okay i'm good i'm there but I,
2: no i think it's good that that these legendaries or legendaries in general are yeah. available in these other game formats to tie mm. it together.
0: Cool, okay. And you Agreed. And you guys agree with that with that? You know you you don't have to go for it.
1: Yes, yeah. if you want the thing go for it, that's always yeah. what I've said. Yeah.
4: So it's always nice to have rewards for people that like to play a certain game mode, yeah. especially having a legendary.
0: And that was the original reason why the ascension was in there, the back piece, like, to get people mm-hmm. into PvP, which worked. Um, and when they put the Ascended gear in, it was really easy to get, um, <laughs> um, which was awesome that, that day. Oh, I missed
4: that. Oh, uh, that was so it was a
0: good day. That was a good... Well, it was a good... I think it was in there was for a couple of weeks. A good...
4: A season? Was it there for a whole season? Uh,
0: actually, it might have been. I don't
4: I know. I think it was there for a whole season.
0: You could basically get, like... A whole set of ascended gear. No, I think it was four pits, maybe four pieces of armor, something like that. I don't think you could get everything. But it was pretty easy to get with. Uh, and
4: now you have to jump through people's. so many hoops.
0: <laughs> get, well, this is when they introduced marks. I think Well, yeah. the marks were a lot easier to get. I can't remember how it was, but um, yeah, the marks were a little bit more. It's still, it's still not not too bad to be fair. If you if you play PvP over seasons, um, and now the two v two as well. I can't remember if the marks are in. I can't remember the, if the marks are in the 2v2 season or not. Well, basically, if you don't know what we're talking about, in PvP, you can get ascended armor um, through like mar- different marks, like, you know, medium marks or whatever materials you want to use to get whatever cloth armor or medium or heavy.
2: Um, I mean, I, was, I don't know how many stuff. people realize this. I, I Sorry to interrupt you, Jebro. I don't know how many people realize this. And I didn't until I was watching Wooden Potatoes when he first started out his daily Twitch thing. Um because at that point he was really into PvP. I think he still mm-hmm. might be, I don't know. Oh, he but loves PvP. You yeah. can make a lot of money, a lot of gold and rewards from structured PvP. Like a lot. It's a pretty good way to make gold if you're looking for a way to make gold in uh in Guild Wars two. Even when you lose, you make gold. So it's like yeah. you get silver, I think. Seventy five silver or something. But anyway, my point is is if you play enough games, you know, it builds up pretty quickly.
0: I mean, you're, yeah. and you're doing something you re- actually you, I enjoy. So yeah, you do see the gold kind of tick up, and also if you do the reward tricks with it, uh, you can get some stuff. Yeah, they've slowly made it more rewarding. 80s as well. Um, although you know they're a little bit longer now with with the Swiss stuff, uh, with the Swiss tournament style introduced, they are like double the time at least. So it's the same gold. I think they should probably increase that a little bit, but. Yeah, you're right, you can, you can, and some nice gold. So I think all in all, we think, you know, that's it's pretty good. Pretty good addition. And that's very recent as well. Um, so generally I think I'm not sure if there's anything was there anything else from this the latest patch that we've missed? I don't think so. I mean there was quite a lot of new skins added. Um is it the skins are skins. Skins are skins, you know. The runic armor chest.
4: The runic armor. Oh,
0: that that's a that's a buy oh on the gem store
4: no in game
0: uh, oh in game in game oh yeah, okay when you said no that's understand. a buy i was like i thought it was like a gem store. that's
4: a buy in terms of currencies in terms
0: of the goldness it well it was good, currency yeah, in my
4: opinion
0: true. okay there's that and there was the dwarven stuff as well or is that the dwarven is it the you don't care the helmet's cool i
4: think cool. I, I think it's super hard to get. Can you only get it from unlocking it's the drops. the weekly chest?
0: I think it's dropped. Yeah, that, and I think it's. I think you can. Does get it, it also drop in the? I'm not sure. You can buy the, the chest. I had to spend 50 gold on the store on the trading post to get the helmet. Oh, okay. I would. Okay. I wanted the helmet. I was just like, I'm gonna get it. I want it. <laughs> I just wanted it. I was like, yeah. that's nice. I like dwarfs. This is a thing. Um, <laughs> that could be used somewhere. Um, so. <laughs> Other than that, I think tiny bit of an expansion chat, and uh, because I want to kind of have these little chats in the actually, we. Oh, I'm really hesitant about talking about this. Um, this whole mic thing. Uh, do oh, it. Oh Oh, I didn't know what you were going to say. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like, um, and just to not, and not to harp on it for too long, but um, and this could have a little bit of, t- of an idea of why things have maybe changed recently. Is that and I'm not sure who's the main man or person specifically. Uh, it doesn't have to be a man um, at ArenaNet at the moment. I think we know, right? Um, but Mike Z is not at ArenaNet and has not been at ArenaNet since November, <laughs> um, which yeah. is what we found out uh, from a different places. And it was rumored that he went to War Gaming of all places, and then Guild News came out recently. Having looked at his LinkedIn, which got which kind of felt like it got a little bit stalkery um <laughs> i was like with all of these things but this is what we do you know and, and you know looking at these kinds of things is that um mike Z, who was the game director took up from took over from mo um has also left and this was back in november but ever since and they've obviously been working on the content that we're seeing now for ages since but since he was there obviously for a long time um yeah, how do you guys feel about this? Is this a, is this like a is this a worrying thing? Is this like a well, the game's kind of doing. We're kind of you know raring to go. Like we've got stuff coming up. We know this expansion. We know all these things. Is this a good change? Like, are you like what's what's the crack? what You guys don't really not bothered.
4: All I'm gonna say is that it is it, it was extremely smart for them to not announce this. If they would have there would have been such
0: Agree. a great
4: reddit oh my god there could not be enough Agree. water in the world to t- to douse out that fire it was super smart for them not to say anything as for the the pace and how much guild wars 2 has delivered in the past a uh, couple months it has been extremely great it's been very satisfying um and if it is up to... If it was due to the new management, that's a great sign. That means that whoever is now in charge is putting more focus on Guild Wars 2 and subsequently the expansion. If it was from Mike Z, um, then we can just attribute that to him, and then we still have yet to see how this new you know lead will do. So it's kind of in a questionable moment right now. I think it's easier to talk about it in, like, you know say six months time to assess the course
0: of the game so yeah (laughs) inks how do you feel
2: you know i've I've never quite understood the reddit community's fascination i don't think anyone understands that group of people they have this deep fascination with arena net employees coming and going and getting new jobs and moving Mm -hmm. off and is it drama, maybe? Drama you know,
0: over it? Uh, yeah, I think
2: that I think they think that it's drama or that it's like this is a sinking ship, so these you know, all the rats mm. are jumping overboard or all the employees yeah. are moving off. But unfortunately I've worked in, in IT before and did you say we unfortunately? Age <laughs> <unfortunately>, age <laughs> work works in IT. Don't, I,
1: I don't work in IT. I he oh, doesn't understand what it's like. Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> like generally in IT, you don't you don't get a raise and go up to another level. You leave that company for another company to right. get your raise and to get your better position. Okay. And like my brother-in-law uh, works in IT for for hospitals and stuff. He's been with, like, four different hospitals in the last five years. Yeah. Why? More and more money, you know, and and, and a better position and work from home and all this other stuff, you know. So it's just normal. It's just normal for people to work at a place for a given amount of time. And maybe they get comfortable and they stay there for a super long time because family, because it feels like a family. Mm. And I totally get that. But when half your family leaves for Amazon Game Studios and they say hey why don't you come over and join us you know we could give you a little bump in pay you can come over and do this particular job it's not really unheard of you know and it's really mm-hmm. not and, and on top of that i'm not worried because the game has actually been improving as far as mm-hmm. communication releases uh and just general content with what arenanet has been doing so as sad as it is for the layoffs and Mike O'Brien leaving and and Mike Z leaving and all these other people who have left and were moved on, um, it's really not the end of the world. The no. sky is not falling. It's no. fine. It's it's just normal business. You know, if you work in that in that world, and I've never been in game the game industry, but. I can tell you that's exactly how IT works. You just don't stay at a company for twenty years anymore uh, it, and click the pension. You move on. There is. Have to. There are situations where it is different,
0: I think, and people have kind of jumped from a f- ship which has been kind of sinking. I mean, I can think of Anthem as an example, but I think you're right. I don't think it's that that isn't the case here. Um I think he, he is just he's been there for what I think really mentioned like thirteen years um you know sure the and that's same a long time i get it yeah right? exactly but um through two games so i think you know and like you say you know if you can get pay rise you know you, I mean, obviously we don't know what that is and that's none of our business but you know <laughs> moving to amazon games you know it's a big company more opportunities new franchise you know loads of people are you know already knows because there is a lot of people um, a lot yeah. internet, like you know i mean crucible yeah absolutely i mean we still yeah, talk yeah. to those guys and you know it's it's like almost just arena too. So to a degree with like loads and, of
2: other people there and like kruv was saying arena didn't announce it for obvious reasons if they yeah. would have announced it in november when mike shortly left and there was just a lot of turnover at that time with people in general so yeah. that's why they didn't announce and it. and they've they re-employed Reddit or the community to make a big deal out of nothing
3: yeah, yeah.
0: And they've re-employed a lot of people recently as well. Yeah, um, Matthew Medina's mm-hmm. back. Yeah, yeah. That's
4: good guy, good. Matt. I saw that. I was like, yay. Mm-hmm. I liked his YouTube coverage
0: of the Heart of Thorns
4: uh, episodes that he did. <laughs>
0: Chapters. Uh, it was, it was um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, think I'm not, too, not too worried. Age, are you worried? Age's face is, I'm not sure about Age's face at the moment. Wow. I was, it looks worried there, but I'm not sure if it's the same thing we're talking about. It no, was no, like
1: I said, ah, no, no. no the whole thing, the whole thing about people leaving, coming, and all that stuff, or coming back. Um, I kind of agree with things in that same regard. it's that people come and go? Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Uh, I personally think that maybe some people just like want a change of scenery, or some people just want to get back to the roots of weather and gaming. You know, there's a whole bunch of factors that may or may not, uh affect a person's decision but if a person stays like 10 plus years at a game company definitely it's because they really like the culture of that company mm-hmm.
2: the atmosphere the job security people get humans in general mm-hmm. um i'm sure jebra will have a lot more to say on this than i do but humans in general get comfortable in a situation and they just stay in that situation because it's comfortable. Yeah. Exactly. Not that they couldn't go yeah. somewhere else and make more money or be more successful. They're happy and comfortable with where they are. And so they stay there. They just sit and, and do whatever. That's right. Makes
0: sense. Okay. Well, I think we can move on from this conversation. It was just a thing that I thought would be quite nice to talk about and to mention. And, uh, you know, good luck to him as well. It was a, I think it was. Yeah. A, I, I wish Mike. Yeah. Worked. Good yeah. luck. It was a nice Thank guy. you for
4: your service
0: and yeah. time i didn't get to talk to him much unfortunately i, I met him once or twice i think in person i'd never
4: said a word to him it was, <laughs> <No. dude. laughs>
0: yeah, it was a good dude as well so there we go um but yeah so we ain't got a massive amount of time left probably like 20 minutes or so depending on how long you guys want to stick around for but um time
4: free new expansion
0: <laughs> is like oh god here we go expansion stuff i don't care what time it is um but we're going to talk about some expansion stuff um and chat you can join in as well if you would like to Um, but there's an expansion coming I'm thinking late next year or I am at least um, I think that's the general consensus for most people Um, one question question one is there going to be a new race what is it going to be or what do you want it to be it doesn't have to be logical thinking here
4: Deborah why do you do
0: this to us one thing (laughs) and you can't all say the same if you all say Tengu, I'm just gonna Tengu. fire you. Tengu. <laughs> like, he said Tengu. One person can say Tengu. So <laughs> you can say Dwarves. That's
1: fine. Um, well, Tengu originate from Cantha, which is the highest probability of what this expansion is going to be. So.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we got a so, we got a screenshot of something in the blog post which insinuated that we're going to Camphor. So if you don't know, if you don't know where camphor, what Camphor is, what's Camphor? Someone can explain Camphor in like. The easiest method. Where is it from? Why are people like hyped to go back to this place?
1: Think of it as a fantasized China, I guess. I in these
0: to... times, in these dark
1: times. I agree. We times. We've China.
0: But you know, Not yeah, it, I know what you mean. And this was in Guild Wars One, correct? And like, you know, this is a place that people are excited to go. F- Two again to revisit in a Guild Wars Two sense of things. Yeah.
1: Uh. So yeah, it. I think it's gonna be very interesting just because we've been separated from that continent for so long. Okay. Uh. And there's there's been a bunch of things that happened. Uh. I think there was a civil war, or something that happened, and uh, I think. Something with the JC I forgot exactly, but those are the two things that I remember. But, yeah. Uh, Inks okay. is in the
2: <laughs> Inks, do you want to add anything? Me um, I mean, I, did, I didn't play the Cantha expansion, so I don't have that nostalgia for it. Everything I know is just from watching Wooden Potatoes. So, however accurate that is, I'm sure it's pretty accurate. But um, there was the JC, which should be Melted shouldn't be gate anymore, right? Ah, uh, okay. Maybe that was it. Yeah. Um, there was a whole storyline about the plague and a lot of the maps in Kantha were like city blocks, sort of. Like you went from like it, it was it was like a giant city for most of it. Not the entire of the map of Kantha, but a good portion of it was like a city map that you played in. It'll be interesting yeah. to see what ArenaNet does with now Cantha as opposed to past Cantha.
0: Hmm. I
2: reimagined. Yeah, and mm. the and people are talking Sorry. about the affliction. The affliction that was caused by Shiro should be gone. Shiro, which is a revenant legend by the way. Um he was the big bad guy of Cantha.
0: Okay. So then this is what where where we're going essentially um but with expansions there's new elite specializations. And... Bow, uh, but, but... You hope? But they told us that this wasn't going to be... So they told us during the saga... I need to find the quote somewhere. Um, I can't remember what they said. Or they insinuated that with... And this is like PAX West. And, you know, Age was there. I was... Age, were you there? Actually, I'm not sure if you were there. I was there. were there you went well you were at pax west but there was some i know there were a couple of people who couldn't go to the show and i wasn't sure if that was no i was there
4: yeah i was there i met you there oh
0: Um, i wanted to go so bad well we'll, you just have to go next time Um, (laughs) 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 it was like it was pretty good um but we got to see them talking about the fact that it might not be the same going forward but this was was without the idea of an expansion even being a thing like they didn't say it but the insinuation i felt there was an insinuation that they were going to do it differently That they were going to introduce this stuff as the years kind of went on or as the months went on and i feel like they're flip-flopped do you guys feel do you guys think that's happened do you think that's this has always been their intention to go for, like, I mean, I'm going back on my own question a bit, unfortunately. Um, or what my idea of the question was going to be. Do you think they flip-flopped from a... Uh... Because I didn't think that was going to be an expansion.
4: I mean, I didn't either. I was really hoping for them to implement elite specializations. Uh... Separately. Yeah, within the actual Icebrood saga. So I, I wasn't expecting an expansion at all, but when they said it, I kind of just looked at the Icebrood Saga as another season, just with additions and flares to it, so I don't think it's going to be expansion quality stuff. They're saving that for the expansion.
1: I think, like, maybe NCSoft might have had something to say with that, too. I, mm. I don't know. Maybe. The sales
2: Expansion brings players back. Yeah. Icebrood Saga... As good as it might be, doesn't. Um, and that, I mean, that's just the way it is. There's no clip there. <laughs> that was another
0: clip there. That was like a. That was a, it was a big moment. Yeah,
2: I mean, expansions bring players back. It's really just really just that right. simple. If, if they market it right, Path of Fire wasn't marketed very well. No. Internet, I love you. It wasn't marketed very right well. Heart of Thorns was marketed much better.
0: But too long. Oh, Heart of Thorns was beautiful. Heart of Thorns
4: was my favorite era for marketing. I loved it.
2: Yeah. It Their good live streams. had videos yes. that came out, and Bogart did his own little pew-pew, whatever, yeah. noise things, whatever, follies. Yeah, um, follies, yeah. we had We had, like, elite specialization reveals. Mm. For Those were a great. It was a great time. And all the creators were on the server. Unpack.
0: Like fighting each other and we all got to like go and do that and stream it and like we had rotations that was cool yeah it was very fun yeah well yeah sorry it was it was it was a big at the time like i mean we had there was the big uh they were they invited people to the studio um in NA but also in I'm oh, sorry. I know. I've never been
2: inflated. <laughs> um, in EU Brilliant.
0: as well, they actually had they open Brighton. They rented out Brighton and there was I think there was me, I was the Guild News crew, there was wooden potatoes was there. Um and there was yeah, there was tons of people from EU communities as well. It was mainly PVE people, and then I was there. <laughs> um, but well, actually, no, there was there was Spotty and those guys from Guild Guild News as well. Um, and it was massive. Like it was really awesome. We got to play Art Fawns, There was like you know the big Pax booth. You were at the Pax East booth though, Inks. I'm pretty sure.
2: Um, yeah, I did, get, I did get to do the Pax East stuff. That was Which that was, was really one great. of the best things. Yeah, that was um, a proper. PAX presentation by ArenaNet. And so Arena was at PAX East this year, which was nice. I like seeing them there.
0: Not in the same way. I really though, wish yeah. they had a
2: demo mm-hmm. or something to share. Because yeah. all they did was have they haven't been doing sword anymore, and pictures, but... which, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The sword, the pictures, that it's cool. But it's a presence, a demo, right? man, have a demo. I think it's the uh, presence, yeah.
0: though. I think the, the, the important thing they're trying to do is, like, say, you know, we're still here. We just haven't got, we haven't got the stuff to oh. show you at the moment, but we're kind of still here kind of thing.
4: I thought you were talking about, like, physical presence.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I was like, yeah, they were giving
3: out knickknacks.
0: A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should just go to every event that exists and give out
1: presents to people. <laughs> it's, an, yeah. it's a great act. Yeah, I think at West they do have booths, though, where people can play. Yeah, they and did last used... year. Oh, did they? They did. Uh, this, I don't not this no. year. No, I don't
4: think they ever. No, they didn't.
1: they did year the they year before the big
2: theater thing.
1: Yes. Like,
0: yeah. 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 That's yeah. That. Like, I'd four, the Year before, year before, it was I think ten stations or something like that. Eight stations, something like that. I think it was enough for two parties. And I yeah, think they were, just, they were doing
1: fractals. fractals yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, and then opposite they had. I um, know oh, just behind they had the big Griffin Mount. That you could. Right, I get a picture. <laughs> it was weird because i was hosting the maple story 2 booth and i was like talking oh. on there. i had the microphone and stuff and i was opposite the guild wars 2 booth <laughs> not even no bullshit i was on the microphone loudspeaker and literally there's ruby there and like, the rest of the arena net crew <gasps> and i'm on another game <laughs> was, really like, long, it was so funny it wasn't it wasn't it's not you know they they fully appreciate that you know as a as a professional whatever i was hosting i was doing just doing my job they didn't they didn't give a shit um, but yeah, for me, it, I felt like I was, I felt like I was betraying them in a way. I was like, I was just doing my job, you know, I was just hosting. But um But if they can
4: fine. do and pull off their marketing that they actually did during Heart of Thorns, I think it showed that that type of marketing, not necessarily, you know, just releasing the product within two months, but having this lead up and having this this kind of slow burn to this yeah. climactic release, I think that just makes people feel more engaged and it tethers them on along, more so than just saying, oh, here's a trailer for each of us uh, elite spec. Here's a quick YouTube video oh, about gives the, some the gives them, And hype. then bam, yeah. here it is.
0: I mean, because last time we had to rely on the footage, of think, of three people. Yeah, or uh, Chiba
4: and WP.
0: Yeah, and it was like, whoa, this is like a really big downsize... Um, and Aurora Peachy and Bogger, I love them to bits. I think mean, they're great people and everything else, but you know they're not really experts in the abilities, and that's just not what they do. That's not their content. Um,
2: whereas we're in I Winter did learn something also. interesting from that. If I'm ever given the opportunity, the number one thing people want from you as a content creator: scroll over the abilities, the <laughs> tooltips. Okay. Yes. They don't care about running around in the world. Scroll over the tool. Tips, well this is the thing, this is want. this is the thing. And you know,
0: they did they did do some of this and I asked his permission as well, thankfully, that um Bogo actually gave me as well. Um and I don't actually know if Wooden Potatoes got that footage of the classes as well, to be fair. I don't, I don't, I don't think he did. Um and I think it messed I'm not sure if it messed up, I can't remember. Um but you know, it wasn't it was very yeah. it was very small scale, it was very pulled back. It was very separate from the, the creators and a lot of people that were, you know, creating a lot of content compared to Heart of Thorns. It was very different. Um, and I feel like that was a very big... I, don't, I feel like it was a more of a Mike thing as well. Mike, yeah, um, a Mo thing, sorry, at the time. Whereas I think, you know, there was there was a lot of different people there at the time as well um, that were allowing this kind of difference. And, you know, maybe experimentation in terms of their own marketing because i feel like heart of thorns was like you know there was that was the peak that was definitely like the peak it was good um and hopefully we can see a return to that because i feel like you know we need more communication inc said it like earlier you know communication is so important um and this whole hope i hope this whole surprise and delighting people thing is just gone because it's just
2: bullshit (laughs) (laughs) it's like In this day and age, it doesn't doesn't work work that way It doesn't work.
0: People want to get excited. Yeah, exactly. People want to get excited. Even if you just drop a tiny thing, like, you know, this isn't any specialization, and these people are going to cover it and do these different things, um, you know, it's something which is interesting. And actually, funnily enough, the other game that I do a podcast for and do content for a lot, ESO, is literally doing the same thing right now. That we that have happened with Heart of Fawns. they've given content to creators uh, that are in their stream team, and they've they've put it out there. Like they haven't, they've actually given this to them. They've given them access, allowed coverage for this to occur. It's all on Twitter, it's on YouTube, it's on Twitch. It's all in these different places, and they're selling it. You know, they're selling the game for them essentially, um, and it's really good. It's the strong way to do it um, because you're going to get to so many more people um and i i really hope they do this again because it was so successful before my hope yeah.
2: for my hope for the new expansion as far as marketing and stuff goes is right now with the pandemic and the state of the world there's mm. a lot of downtime for conventions and gatherings hopefully by next year a lot of this will have passed and we can get back to things like pax and gamescom and and conventions like that. And my hope is that ArenaNet will have something planned for all of those conventions to show off whatever the new expansion is going to be. Um, unfortunately, the partner program is so large now. Yeah. I don't think they can invite people out like they used to, which is unfortunate for me because I never got invited. I'm a little salty. Sorry, I can't Right there with you. (laughs) You will be. But I do think, like Jebra was saying, they can do what ESO is doing and say, here is a packet of information with maybe some video clips. And you can present this however you want, on your stream, on YouTube, whatever. And uh, in that way, I think the coverage can be really good.
0: I think so. Or like yeah, just like um, well, like we had before with Halfons. It was like you know, I think they gave out a lot of like a lot of footage as well, as like being us being able because we we're allowed to go there and record. I'm not saying anything out of NDA here at all because we literally had to tell people this. Like we we went to the studio, the place we had, you know, our recording equipment, and we recorded. And we did add we did interviews. I remember interviewing Isaiah and uh Jess and um uh steve fowler all in one guy on my youtube you know as well you know we had gotten these opportunities and it was just amazing um i'm not trying to rub it in by the way i'm just saying like that <laughs> kind of access is really good
2: you got um, a picture of wooden potato shoe I mean, yeah <laughs> oh my on the god beach. <laughs> the amount
3: of
4: times i stare at that shoe every day i'm just kidding oh my god
0: it's just, just kidding try. it was so funny because i was like can i take a picture of you and it was like no i was like dude i'm gonna just take a picture of your face and do your your the wooden potatoes reveal on my channel <laughs> that'll be amazing but i'm not gonna do that i was Are just like me? i wanted to take a picture of your shoe on the beach <laughs> like your foot in your shoe. I was like it was just oh, wow funny. it was funny it was good <laughs> uh, we walked along the beach it was romantic what can i say
3: <laughs>
0: Aww. Um but yeah, no, it was it was it was good times. But like hopefully I mean and just while we're starting to wind down. Um expansion wise, if you could see like uh, a new elite specialization or anything else, is there any weapons or any anything you have in mind at the moment that you kind of been thinking about that would be quite cool? Like if you could have something with start of age that you might want to have on like a thief or even if you're thinking it's about something else. Sword. Okay.
1: Found-
0: no, it was not thought about this then. <laughs> Thief offhand sword. What is the kind of role that that is going to play? Like, what is he going to do? What do
1: you so, want? Like I can't really duel people. Okay. Like, one <laughs> So I would like that potential. Okay. That's that's basically it.
0: That's basically that's it. Okay. What is was he going to be called? A jeweler?
1: Duelist or something? Duelist. I don't know. <laughs> But Mm -hmm. I just, I want that potential to not just decap stuff. I want to be able to actually fight people and, like... I like the age is like, I want an
0: elite specialization that's going to make me better at the game. (laughs) (laughs) That's the
1: way I heard it, I was like... I mean, like, I'm supporting... No, I'm taking it. but, like, (laughs) Like, you, you need to understand, I want to actually fight people... Like, in World versus World, I can go around and fight people 1v1, 1v2, because, like, I can, like, choose the specs that I want in my gear exactly to the point. But yeah. for PvP, I have to choose that amulet, so I have to have a specific role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I, I mean, like, you don't have to give me a ton, just, like, enough to give me, like, that survivability in a 1v1, 1v2 until, like, someone comes and helps me out type of deal. Okay. If I have at least that, I'll be happy. So I think Offhand Sword might be able to do that. Uh, maybe with the specs, it could round things out.
3: Okay.
2: Inks, what do you want? What would you like to say? doesn't have I'm to be I'm really bad at this kind of stuff. Um, oh,
3: no! So
2: Ranger <laughs> is the class that I basically play the most right now. Mm. I'm going to say... And I I'm really, like I said, these are not great ideas, but I'm gonna say rifle.
3: <gasps> I was about to say that, sorry. It's
2: okay. I'm gonna say <laughs> rifle and I'm gonna say double pets.
1: Double. double
4: pets. Pets. Yes.
1: yes. Oh, I you call it, <sighs> wait, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Double like w- two different pets? At, at once. Yeah, and two I, pets I, at I'm, once. So you don't and, swap at all? Uh, No, I would
4: say no for balancing reasons. No I don't know.
0: You'd say maybe no, no, no for balancing know, but... reasons, but we had two pets anyway.
4: No, because then <sighs> you could do four.
0: Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my <I> God! Our <laughs> <the, the
4: Rangers laughs> are,
2: are big utilities for rangers. Their their pet is a big utility. So. Yeah. I don't know if they would be swappable dual pets, but dual pets with a rifle. I don't really know the other specifics what the other skills would be, but: you like a hunter.: There's a rough outline.:
0: Interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe Good the trade-off rifle. would be that there isn't switching. Because then there'd be more.: so tank are right? out at the same time, mm. but you can't switch pets. Oh god! Imagine getting
1: hit by oh, a gazelle and a smoke. A gazelle
4: and a lightning worst. wyvern.
0: A gazelle oh. and a flipping yes, yeah, the smoke scale at the same time. It'd just be I- I my be, face. Yeah, I just what... like my life is like horrible right now. Smoke scale and gazelle. <laughs> yeah, it would be the worst. <laughs> it would be an actual.
2: Okay, I like that. I like that actually. See, and, and just to say, like, I unfortunately, I know some people won't like this, but I don't think you're going to see new weapon types. No, I don't think so either uh, in the expansion.
0: Oh, new Sorry, weapon types, completely new, happen. rather than yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah, I know yeah. some
2: people are saying like land spear, that might be the closest that you would get, mm. but I don't think they're going to introduce like hand crossbows or something, which would be cool for thief. But anyway, yeah.
0: Yeah, like a crossbow would be be cool. cool. Yeah, man. Okay. All right, grief You gotta change your idea now. (laughs)
4: Okay. No, I'm already prepared. I was just saying that you said Ranger. When you said Ranger, no, because this is what I love to do, and it might be fruitless, but it just brings me so much joy. Preview, I already have a video coming out for that I've been working on for the past week about uh three elite specs for each of the light professions. Um, so I already have those nailed down. Uh, the one I'm kind of proudest about, everyone's been saying Bard, and that would be my Mesmer one as well, mm. but I named it the Enchanter. Um, <laughs> but for Necromancer, I actually kind of despise lich, lich form, so I turn it into an elite specialization, the Lich Lord, where your Shroud turns into a Lich Shroud with a couple different abilities and differences there okay uh and then i choose uh hammer and have uh physical utility skills with more taunt instead of fear so that
1: was wow so you become doom
4: yeah i wanted to i was focusing more on um the one raid wing with uh what's her name she has the hammer
1: uh, uh,
4: yeah, I know who you're talking about. Y- you know, chat knows who I'm talking about. What's your okay. name? I forgot. Anyway, that one. Jane. So I was focusing on that. Desmina, Desmina. Uh, I was inspired okay. by Desm- Desmina. Uh, okay. So yeah. You, Jebro.
0: <laughs> oh me? Oh wow! Yeah. Somebody asked me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, I don't actually know. Uh, oh, I want the I want the rocket launcher. Well, that's what I want. I want that one. That's what we were talking about earlier. I want the uh, bazooka. <laughs> That's what I want. The
3: bazooka.
0: That was so cool. I was like, yeah, this is good. This is good. I'm pretty sure that's what I want. I, I I actually have no idea. Um, In terms of weapon, maybe for engineer, I would like to... I want them to do something different. I want them to just add a weapon that is actually just not with a specialization. I wanted to add a weapon yeah. which is different. Like I wanted to do, I want them to do it differently. I actually want them to add an elite specialization, but don't have a weapon that that you have to use. Because at the moment, with engineer as an example, on core engineer, as uh, the only thing I can use with a, with a shield is a pistol. If I'm core engi, like, I can't use a sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't use a I can't use anything. It's just a pistol, pistol or a pistol shield. And it's like, or rifle, you know? And then, and it's like, okay, you've got kits and everything else. Well, I know that. And I can have a shield with like toolkit and stuff. And that's, that's because kits, but I'm like, at the same time, can it just be like, add a base weapon that isn't tied to elite specializations, but then add an elite specialization at the same time. But then I appreciate that, you know, these weapons make these things more powerful, and you know are tied to the traits. But you can still tie the weapon to the traits. You can just use that weapon in other ways as well. I don't know. It just it would just be quite cool. I think.
1: Uh, okay, it's so like a, mace. Oh, yeah, mace
0: like a base weapon, like just adding the base weapon to them. So like, like this does this, yeah. that, the other. Um, you know, I've got a mace. I want a mace actually for for engineer, and that would be cool, you know, because I can have a mace shield. Um, it would be fairly tanky, I think. Uh, it could be like you know offering up something f- maybe similar to Chrono, maybe I think um,
2: it's wrench mace.
0: Exactly, yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> yes, that's all <laughs> that's I want. I want to be out. But it could be something Roll which play. is maybe tanky, maybe m- even more supportive, like really supportive, focused, like where you fix things. Like you literally are an engineer, um, and maybe you offer up. You know, boons, but or buffs, and they're called you know, I don't know, call them something, <laughs> <laughs> not a boons. I don't know, but like you offer a, you offer some kind of utility where you know it helps the raid to. What about do something.
2: a um? What about an AOE shield generator?
0: Yeah, That's like a- something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that would
2: actually be quite good. Cool. Like a turret. It would be a turret. Oh, don't, know, don't do! T- no, we don't,
0: can't talk about turrets. No, In- hate <laughs> turrets. <laughs> I like turrets, but I I made that PvP fam- build famous, and many people hated me. Um Don't <laughs> tend me. Don't tend me. Well, they need to re- do- They need to redo turrets, and I think they
2: need to redo the AI. Uh, a lot of AI stuff. For the AI is bad. Yeah, age wants a thief thing. For by the way, for thief, I like mace offhand. Ooh. Okay. A sap weapon. I'm not against it. And you can also take the mace and load it into your pistol and, and shoot it. Shoot it. Shoot the mace at yes. your pistol.
0: Oh, wow. I'm not sure about that one, but I like the idea. I did have images of like spinning a mace around in my head and like your hand in my head. <laughs> it I think like of more of it
2: running. like a sap, like you know, you conk somebody over the head. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I see. I see what you mean.
2: Yeah, like a police truncheon. <laughs> <laughs> what Jebra
4: said
0: actually, and I'd brought...
2: like to see double pistol for mesmer. I would like to see main hand pistol. Ooh, okay, all right. You Just got a point I like pistol, pistol, like in general.
4: But
3: I
2: that? think
4: one of the most you reminded me. But I thought that one of the most this might be asking for a lot, but an expansion like quality for the Ice Fruit Saga would be to release a weapon for all of the base classes, yeah. but additionally have an elite spec, where it also mm. introduces a specific weapon. That would be asking for a lot, now that we have the confirmation that there is an elite I spec coming. you can ask for the things. But, but I think, you know, just, even if it's an offhand, even yeah. if it's an offhand, give a mainhand main hand scepter for Rev. We need a ranged mainhand weapon.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you hand. want a ranged weapon. That's true. I mean, hammer is technically but it's two-handed.
4: No, yeah. but there isn't a, a one-handed,
0: no, that's uh, ranged
4: option for revenant, and especially when you're using your shield, you know, you want to you want to maybe be a backline casting support. That's not option for you currently. Oh Fair. wow!
2: Super <laughs> host. Hi
4: teapot.
0: Thanks, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. dude.
4: Welcome to the podcast. We're actually
0: kind of winding down but
3: (laughs) don't tell him that
0: (laughs) don't tell him that um but yeah um so that's that's kind of some interesting thoughts that's interesting thoughts we were kind of talking about elite specialization we're actually kind of coming towards the end we're actually talking about um the last episode well i'm not calling episode we're talking about visions of the past we talked about uh, the different aspects of that, we talked about looking back into the previous episode. One content that came out, The Strike, which we're not sure if it's called a, officially called A Strike or not. And we kind of moved on to some elite specialization stuff, and we're just kind of uh, shooting that around right now. So you chat about it if you want. But thank you and welcome, everyone. I hope you're good. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like a base core weapon would be good like an extra one i just really would like it i would like i genuinely like a mace for an engineer like uh just anything like that and and i think you know ultimately everyone would love to have a brand new weapon come in that even was just used maybe even just by everyone i don't know i don't know about that but
1: um and i would say have three new weapons and just give it to oh ages is just like go hands i love it yeah they're <laughs> just like yeah let's just go three new weapons all right and three new weapons one uh each heavy gets one of each and then each medium gets one of each and each light gets one of each
4: <gasps> oh i can get down with that okay you know what intelligent intelligent
0: Oh, was a good idea
1: I've thought
0: about this a lot yeah. <laughs> I have to I think a lot <laughs> my brain keeps going what about, what about Inks, is he thinking a lot, I don't know not, you don't seem um, that you don't seem mean... hyped or excited about this is this, is this, like a, is this something where you're not where you you... Um,
2: this is as excited as I get I don't know, I'm that's what I was about.
0: wondering <laughs> I haven't been on a podcast <laughs> with you for a while this
2: is my excited face so, I, I don't know what else you want
0: from me <laughs> I, you are smiling, this is true um but like so is is this is this kind of i mean what does everyone want like when you get a new expansion and the thing you look forward to the most what is it so i'm yeah i'm trying not to you don't want to build my own mind
2: right yeah and there are things there are things that i want from this expansion that i don't know we're really going to get Now, I'm a big instanced content person, so as Mm. much instanced content they can give us, I want. And I I think one of the failings of both Heart of Thorns and Path of Fire, both of them, was that other MMOs generally have dungeons added when they have a new expansion. ESO, um, Mm. World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy, etc., They have that repeatable, replayable content, and Guild Wars 2's never done that. Mm -hmm. So they need to have fractals or strikes or a combination of that stuff there at launch so that when you're done playing through the personal story that it's going to have, yeah, that there's replayable content that gives them time to work on other stuff.
0: So, like, kind of, because... So like a raid or some dungeons that are belong specifically to that expansion. I guess in a way Heart of Fawns the raids belong to that, but not but something that's more accessible, maybe, is what you're talking about? Like smaller content or you can't you can't raid without Heart of Fawns, right? You can't.
4: Mm, I mean if you bypass the Fire you get everything, so
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, sorry. If you've got that obviously, but you need to have <laughs> now. Like stuff. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back
2: then you could um, okay. And I actually think that the re- the raid release cadence back then, which was prepared ahead of time, was okay. Yeah. Which was actually pretty good. But at launch, on launch day, you need to have in my opinion, fractals or a re-envisioning of dungeons yeah. or strikes or a combination of three that you can do again and again and again for rewards, skins, you know, whatever. Yeah.
4: I agree with that, especially with World of Warcraft.
2: And Heart of Thorns didn't have it, really, so... Oh, hey, you're right. need to have it. That's true. I mean,
0: you could have... You had access to it. Well, no, you would have access to it later, yeah, when it got released, but it wasn't like part and parcel, boom, here it is, all the stuff. It's the story, it's the maps, it's the farming of the maps, it's the story. Yeah, and elite specializations, weapons.
4: And you know what, with elite specializations, oh, one thing that I hope would be there was like blue hero points, uh, also data mined, uh, a long time ago. And I think it'd be interesting if each elite spec got their own hero point pool so that you don't just instantaneously unlock the elite spec. I kind of liked Heart of Thorn's original it, uh, iteration of the elite specs where you had to work for it uh for a longer period of time but then they shrunk the size down uh, of the points required and then it kind of just became you know an easy thing to get
0: i actually want to have the option to get the new elite specializations from the start of the game giving new players more options that's why i want i want them to, i want that to be a thing so you know you start the game and you can unlock hollowsmith from the start and I know that I if him. you if you have path of fire, like path of fire, I know that would be that's a big like massive thing that would be like really ridiculously probably difficult to do and would completely change so much stuff. But I've always wanted to be like, what would it be like to level as like Ola Smith? Like completely different. Like it would probably break the game <laughs> because it would be too strong. <laughs> I don't know, but that's something I've wanted to do for a long time, just to be like level, you know, two. I'm. I focus as a holosmith, I got that sword at the beginning, you know. I've got that photon forge. I don't know. It'd just be fun.
2: I don't quite. <laughs> this
0: is my own personal thing, tech. Okay, I'm talking. This is our own personal things. That's personal
2: for these me. these are my opinions, I'm and I stand to by bloody, them. I'm not <laughs> the bloody. I'll well do what I want. That's all I'm gonna say. I want I, I wanted I don't to do it. not remember, but for Path of Fire, weren't you able to unlock it like mm. right away? Like, yes. sword or something. Yeah, I easy. I didn't do that, but couldn't you just power through it, like, super quick? I think so. Well, I with Path
4: of Fire, when, I, when it launched, I immediately opened my hero tab, and I had enough points, and then I just... But w- without even stepping foot into the desert or anything like that, or yeah. doing anything, I just unlocked it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I,
2: mean, I, yeah. I would need to put more thought into it. I don't know whether I like that or not.
1: I, I did... Know. Uh, for, like, so I played mainly Thief, and I walked around Path of Fire, and I did World vs. World, so for other characters I play less, I would unlock with World versus World currency.
2: Yeah. That's I what would I would do, too. Personally, and I know that, that, like, World versus World players would really hate this, probably, but I would personally like to have a little story about my Elite spec. I'm not against you that. Know, like, I'm not either. Like, like, for example, in Path of Fire you can meet that Hollowsmith guy in the first area yeah and he has a little bit of lore if you sit and listen to him talk or something mm-hmm. and i think all the elite i think all the elite specs had an npc or that was something. very cool they yeah were.
0: that was actually
2: pretty so, good I, it doesn't have to be a long thing or it doesn't have to be super involved but something explaining the class maybe via story mm-hmm. would be fun it doesn't have to be like and that would unlock the class and then you can get your points or whatever
4: I think that would be interesting, or if they don't do something like that you know how you have your, like, specific weapon collection? I think it'd be nice if you could gather all of the stuff and then you'd have to go and find that NPC to kind of hand them in and get some more story based on the different items that you hand in, and then ultimately they're the ones that give you the weapon just to have some more interaction with the actual, you know
0: yeah, elite specialization NPCs yeah, that makes some sense, I kind of like that idea yeah, you kind of felt very separate, I guess, to a degree. But I guess as well, it's it means that people can just kind of go for it, I suppose. And but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I when after a while of Heart of Fawns, I was just like, oh, I've kind of done this again and again and again with different classes, and I'm like, it was kind of found long winded. I guess finding a even though it was like the first time, is pretty cool because you're exploring these maps for the first time. But then after you've done like three or four characters, it's, it, for me, it was like. Woo. Okay, I'm here again and I still don't know how to walk around this map.
1: <laughs> I don't know.
4: Rest don't in know. peace, tangled depths. Yeah, oh. Exactly.
0: Um two months.
1: I've legendaries to make I have to,
0: so Oh crap. Oh. Age is going. Ages on. Ages on. Or um... age. <laughs> i think we're pretty much done i didn't want to go for too much longer um is there anything else you guys kind of want i mean because i'm asking people to come on the podcast every week like from now on like if there's anything specific they would like to have in the uh, expansion that uh, anything else that might be new or might be more of the same or is there anything you guys wanted to have would like to have in the expansion doesn't matter if it's, it seems completely crazy and undoable maybe but undoable or not doable
2: I would like them to rework the mastery system because I think it's garbage.
0: Oh
4: I second that opinion. I,
2: I don't think the mastery system is very good. And I don't think it's what they envisioned originally. No.
0: Straight in there. He had the and he was on the mind. like, why why is this why is it not very good? What's going on?
2: Well, so in Path of Fire it's just upgrades to your mount, which hey, I like Mounts, that's cool, but it's not. It just doesn't feel. I don't know. It doesn't necessary it feels empty and hollow. Okay, a lot of the times, and in Heart of Thorns, it's, it was even worse because half of the masteries you get are totally useless, just in general. But even more useless outside Heart of Thorns. Yeah, which I mounts, I guess yeah. is kind of okay like mushrooms because they put them in the new maps are kind of useful and gliding is pretty useful but like talking to the npcs in tangled depths is useless anywhere except tangled depths and to be honest talking to those npcs wasn't that useful to begin with and, like, there's another one in Heart of Thorns that makes you immune to some kind of poison field that is only literally in one place and you never use it again. Mm. Like, the Masteries are just so simple. Simple is not the right they're word. They're pigeonholed into they're just, one functionality. I mean. Yeah. it's not very good. They're not... Yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't like them. You didn't enjoy them. Fair. I mean, you know, there is some... There is that. I mean, I think I, that goes... I feel like... I haven't leveled up all of them. I haven't wanted to go and get all the mastery points. I want to now for completion's sake. But I haven't been like, you know, I really want to get this because it does something awesome. Uh, I don't know whether or not that's necessarily needed as well. Because I don't think you should level up things just because they're useful all the time. And these are new things that should be great and wow and blah. Because and, not everything can be like that. Um, but I don't know. I feel like there is something... I do not want to go past 80.
2: Um, In terms of levels? Yeah. Um, Agreed.
4: Yeah.
2: I'm going to say something super, super, super <gasps> positive that people will never agree with. I think that they should 100. add a new level of item. I think there should be something ah! above ascended. Oh God, and don't. you know what? You need to do something to upgrade your legendary.
3: People oh really i
4: i had that no! i had that idea too no! i'm not gonna lie i thought about that too and i'm kind of with no. you Inks. i'm kind of with you really a, 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 not a little bit they could call it instead of ascended gear they could then you could have another tier called celeste no that's already a stat type i was gonna say celestial never mind but like something <laughs> along those lines um mythic,
0: mythic. No, wow! I'm...
4: Very cre- very
0: creative.
4: I love I your Oh, maybe I But I thought of it. However, power creep is also an additional issue. So, would it just be oh, like bump it. everything down a little bit, and then, you know, have that other gear type? I think it's. It, it's an interesting idea. Are they going to do it? Absolutely not. But, no, you know they, what? They
2: never will. No. It's not it's just <laughs> oh, like they're not no. going to go above level 80. They're not going to do another gear stat. But this is change. the place it where, where like you can say upgrade. where you can say like I would like to but see maybe. So, that's fine. It it would kind of make me happy because I feel like rewards in Guild Wars 2 are pretty lackluster. Yeah. yeah. Without, without like a without a cap increase i don't ever feel more powerful i'm as powerful as i'm ever going to be and i'm sure some people are very happy with that and you could just say if that's what you're looking for then go play a game that gives you that and that's fair but mm. i don't know i would like a small upgrade i
0: feel like set for Bonuses and stuff like that would be cool. Um, I know there are, okay. and, and I, I, what I do now is because I do podcasts for ESO and Guild Wars 2, I kind of make comparisons between the two a lot because there are different things in both games where I'm like, damn, this is really good. I would love to have this in here. Um, like, I, I believe through and through that Guild Wars 2 has easily got the best PvP system, uh, in in, in MMOs, like, no, there's no challenge at all. Um, and I always bring that one up when I'm on the ESO podcast. But when in what uh, ESO does is, is an interesting thing, and also I think this happens in a variety of other games as well. Um, is that the they have a armor set? So they ha- they actually have they actually do it differently. They have um, you can have three sets of armor. Technically, you have uh, with runes on. They're all a, like a set. So imagine if you in Guild Wars two, you had three pieces of I don't know, berserker gear, and then three pieces of something else, and then three pieces of something else, um, and it all kind of worked together and synergized in that in that way. But then the but then they have this thing called a monster set, which is like a two piece armor where there's one where the bonus is something which happens, which is specific. Like it could be something that spawns or something that gives you crit for five seconds, uh, and all this different kind of stuff. And it actually like really makes that gameplay like very unique just because of this one set you have which is quite cool like there's some kind of extra bonus i don't know
1: but i think you're right i don't know that sounds like uh like uh enhanced rune i guess yeah so instead of like uh so describing what you have if you have two enhanced runes in your armor set you would get that awesome bonus So you'd have, like, an extra slot in your armor? Yeah, potentially. But it could
0: give you something extra. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a thing to think about.
2: I mean, here's the thing. Are they just going to keep doing mounts in the new expansion? I just don't see it. Yes.
0: Oh, it's helicopters next.
2: I think they could do boats, (laughs) but they'd have to get rid of the skimmer. Oh, yeah, true. I'm not
4: going to get rid of the I
0: don't like that. No.
4: One thing that I would like to see from an expansion is actually on the eh? back end. It's actually about, like, optimization and DirectX 12, which they say, like, they aren't doing. Um, But for an expansion, I think it is appropriate. I think it is befitting to have a large update. Maybe even uh, update, like, very old skill effects. I know the staff Mesmer auto-attack, I'm not a huge fan of. It. it looks a little outdated. Even some models and textures uh, within the game have kind of,
0: you know, Oh, you World of Warcraft, a like, redoing, like, you know, char, or a redoing little, Asura models and yeah. stuff? Yeah.
1: Is it is not it too... Not necessarily
4: the models entirely, right. but certain aspects, like certain, sense. like, hairstyles look so mm. flat now. Especially, oh, let's not even get into hairstyles.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, with expansions.
4: <laughs> I just opened Pandora's box with that one. But... Something along those so lines. Inks has got a
0: lot to talk about now. <laughs> yeah.
4: Upgrades to the engine where you can improve optimization and yeah. just update things where you can and where you can re-implement them just so it, it feels up to date.
0: I feel like they're past that, unfortunately. <laughs> I've, well, I know that's what they said about
4: awesome. World of Warcraft, but, you know, think- arena isn't Blizzard, though, so...
2: I, so I, mm, yeah. I wish I was more knowledgeable on this subject... I think they can do a DirectX 12 update because yeah. we have a plug-in or something that does yeah. that if you want to use it, right? And it does – you know, Arena has said for years it's not going to give you much of a performance boost, but it actually does. It actually does a pretty good job. So maybe you should do that for the expansion. To go a bit further, is that
0: another I, clip I meant, moment? I think mean, that was, isn't it? I've mean, only got like three of these clips with inks, with these, with these for, snippets. To go of a bit further than
2: that, I really want the game to use multiple cores and threads, because right now no, it yeah. it mostly only uses one core. That's a and big one. Mostly only uses one thread. That's a big one. And and that's where a lot of the problems and bottlenecks and and issues come into play. Yeah. I don't know how difficult that is, and I think you might have to have a, a completely new engine, which isn't going to happen. If you have to have a completely new engine, then I can just keep dreaming one day, right? This is <laughs> something, and and
0: again, I'm gonna go for comparisons. I don't like doing this, but ESO is doing this now. Like, yeah, this is that's and, what I've seen. Obviously, I know that it's completely different engines, different ways of working. You know, but all these different things of working, like you know how the game was built essentially, and and I don't know how possible it is at all. And I don't know if there have been long conversations about this, I'm sure. But they have moved to more cores, I believe. In, and then over the course of the year, as they're releasing extra stuff, um, they are working on all of this back-end stuff. And other MMOs have started to do that as well um, for longevity purposes. And I don't know how viable that is for ArenaNet. I just don't know. Again, you know, ZOS is bigger. Um, you know Bethesda in the back. they have got the money, they've got the resources to do this kind of stuff. Um, I don't know about Arena. Um, obviously they've got the support,
1: I guess. It really depends, though. It really depends on, it really depends on the backend I
2: don't think yeah. it's a priority for them. No. I wish it was. No, and I would love to have a conversation with their tech guys who run the servers and so forth. Their, their whole technology on. Um, spinning up servers and down servers and and all that stuff is really fascinating to me. Probably not to most players, but that's fine. Um, and I would just I would love to talk to their tech guys, whoever runs, controls that, and, and where their priorities lie and what they do to, you know, make the game better, so to speak.
1: Are you sure uh, they're using Docker for that? But that's that's a conversation we can have later. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. um yeah. i uh so yeah i think it mostly do with the uh back end because i think the engine was built on top of an engine so and it's improved afterwards so i don't really know the viability of improving it to getting it to different cores that's outside of my field but
4: build the uh, engine on top of uh, that, uh, engine.
1: that engine <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really that group
0: sounds
4: is, so like simplistic group uh, is
0: like yeah let's do this we're ready.
1: I'm- as a programmer that's really annoying to do yeah but uh um i i don't know i hopefully they could that'd be nice for me i would like to see improvements to guild missions it's uh it's, oh, it's it was stuff, yeah yeah it's stuff of, general see you, you already forgot about it right so i genuinely did It's something that just like went to the wayside and was actually a really good system. It got people playing together and, you know, but they haven't really added anything or improved anything. So I would kind of like to see those. I've said
2: for a long time that MMORPGs are even more so than content Mm. depends on the social aspect of the game. And for years now, unfortunately, I've been playing basically solo, which, while doable, is really not how an MMORPG is intended to be played. You're supposed to be in a guild, and you're supposed to make friends, and you're supposed to tackle tough content together, and, and that's, you get those big exciting moments when you kill a raid boss. And guild missions were actually a big part of that. Um, I don't know if you were in that guild age. Yeah. But um, I was in a guild with Bog Otter and them, and we used to do guild missions every week. And Yeah, I was on the tail end of that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, it was a big social thing for a long time, regardless of the content he was making, just for us to get together every week to do missions yeah. and to chat with each other and just keep in touch. It kept the game alive for much longer for those people than maybe it would have normally. And if you can do that, and couple it with increased content or, or you know, the content pace they've been doing, then you can really uh, breathe life back into the game. And guilds have been neglected for quite a long time, unfortunately.
1: Fair. That's pretty much my sentiment. There you uh, go. Right. Yeah, and I also, I guess, uh, 10v10s, would be something like for the PvP aspect, yes! because I know a lot of Guild Wars One players come from that background and they really like it. Um, so GVG would be kind of cool to bring back. And then uh, for World versus World, I guess this is where they would do alliances because that would be like the best promotion for it. Yeah, uh, as well as a third map that they would put in rotation, but. <laughs>
4: Yeah. What happened to
2: Stronghold?
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, we don't talk about it. I him. liked Stronghold. <laughs> I
4: did too! I really liked Stronghold.
2: Well, okay, then me, Teapot, and Kroof might be the only people who love Stronghold. But I, I don't mind Stronghold it. You know
4: what? It could be It could be a, a mini-season. They I can move from 2v2 well, to Stronghold. Yeah. You I know think- what? I'm calling it out. Calling i think the out.
0: reason is is because, like, there's just loads of ways to really just... Steamrollers. You can just it and cheese it. Cheese it. Yeah.
4: Well, mini seasons aren't supposed to necessarily be serious. I mean, They're supposed to be something I'd, that isn't I'd, off and fun. Don't
0: mind that. That's actually not a horrible idea at all. I think mini season would actually be quite a good idea from a Stronghold. I think a lot of people would probably complain about it. Who are Let them PvP? complain. They're
4: already doing it.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. That's <laughs> so true. Um, but I actually wouldn't. No, it's not a horrible idea whatsoever. I actually don't mind. I covered uh, Stronghold a lot. Um, in, with hard forms and uh, when it came out, um, and it was a lot. It was defeated by the higher end, really, uh, yeah. of of the the top end of PvP because they just couldn't see a com- competitive uh way around it. And also as, as a viewing as an esport and as a as a spectator thing for us as casters, it was really difficult to really get that focus on so much stuff going on. Already on yeah. already Conquest, is so difficult. Because uh, you, you've got, like, three caps to focus on, and then you've got buffs, and then you've got fights happening around that. It's difficult to actually get uh, a full story of what's going on, and it doesn't matter who you are. It's it's 100% the case. Um,
2: without doing I never something... understood... Hats off to you guys who commentate on that stuff. I never understood how you could possibly tell what the hell is happening on a point with more than two players, because... <laughs> The spell effects mm. and everything that are going on. It depends.
0: On. Like I think you get it's, used to it. it's a lot to do with like who you're doing it with, and also if you've got the the ability to pick out those things. I was just a hype guy. I was just a hype guy. <laughs> I was a hype man. Like I was a I lot mean, of it I, I, I guess I
2: could be me. a hype guy. I would just scream, "Oh my god!" into the mic every couple of minutes. Did you just I that like to play? think there
0: was a little bit more than that.
2: started. <laughs> <You know, Exactly. laughs> I'm not saying you, that that would be me. That's yeah, what I would yeah, yeah, do. Yeah. I would just, you know. But yeah, you it's a it certain
1: catchphrase and everything.
2: Yeah. I would yeah. be like um Oh, cute, 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 cute. Guy.
4: <laughs> that's it. That's, uh, great that's all
2: you say that. <laughs> But yeah, john, i would be like john madden i'd be like do you see this guy over here he's got a red hat on and i'd you circle oh my god <laughs> that, that that have kind red of hat like that at awesome.
0: home we also we've played around with that kind of stuff back in the day it was fun. <laughs> um, but yeah i'm
4: down for stronghold but yeah stronghold i mean stronghold doesn't
0: yeah for people to generally play and jump in it doesn't it's not necessary for any kind of esports competitiveness really i mean you know chuck it just give it a test. I think TV twos were good. TV twos are really good. Oh, I, I loved, loved the TV twos. Yeah, I was. I actually really enjoyed uh, it. I'm Kind of bummed it's gone. Me
1: too. <laughs> I saw it and I'm like, this is cool, but I can't compete. No, yeah, I was gonna say,
0: ages like he wants that elite spec. Then he's in those TV twos. <laughs> just,
1: just play
4: Revenant. I made a build on it just now. Like it's
1: so good. You it's so much fun. And that I am mainly a thief player. I, I do play Revenant, but, like, I mean... You should play be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. But yeah. I saw Syndra going go in there. He's fighting, like, a Necro and a Guardian who's not having the greatest <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, he that- mainly plays one class as well, so it's like... It is a pain for those people. I will, uh... I don't know. Okay, so... Peoples. We're gonna end the stream there. We're gonna end the uh we're gonna sorry end the podcast there. I wanna say thank you very much for joining us today for the uh, Lightbringers, which has been a podcast where we talked about a lot of things recently. The patch, the latest patch that came out, Visions of the Past, um the season one episodes that came back as well as the looking forward to the expansion, which we're gonna do. Um this is intended to be out every two weeks or so. Um So, yeah, we'll see when the next one is. Um, I'm going to probably go back to talking about different elements of the game. It could be new player experience. It could be dungeons. It could be fractals. It could be raids. It could be open-world content. It could be hearts. (laughs) (laughs) That's very specific. Um, It could be anything. So if you have enjoyed this, and I'm talking for people that are listening to this live on Spotify, iTunes, or on YouTube or Twitch later on as well, Um, you know, check this podcast out. Follow it. You can follow it on anchor.com slash the light bringers. You can find out everyone who is involved. You can go and check out their content, proof Inks, and Age on this episode um, in the description of this podcast, if it's in video form or audio form, anywhere um, that is produced and put out there. Uh, otherwise, I'm just going to ask these guys, where they do their stuff, um, what time they do it, if it's live, uh, Kroof, where, where are you? Where can we find you? Are you on Twitter and YouTube? And
4: oh, I thought you were talking about geographically. G- no, um, <laughs> <laughs> that
0: would be I
3: weird.
0: <laughs> would it?
4: I am primarily on probably. YouTube. I do have a Twitter, uh, at Kroof Gaming, I believe. You could probably just find me at Kroof, uh, but a lot of YouTube stuff uh dabble in and twitch every now and then but mainly youtube videos on pvp elite spec elite speculation of my own and uh talking about updates
0: elite specialization and speculation yes mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right okay cool awesome um and thank you again creep for coming on appreciate it very much Can't follow all that stuff
1: um age uh, you could find me on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Age Night Road. Uh, pretty easy. I play mainly Thief, so I'm uh, usually in World versus World. Uh, if you want to watch a good Thief, watch Valen if you want to watch the dialogue.
0: Wow, sell yourself. Go on. <laughs>
1: it's okay. He's a good no, dude, I, and he's a
0: good player. I'm go a, and look at his stuff. Yeah,
1: I'm, a, I'm at least the top 100. You're yeah, as bad as me, as seen, me so. at
0: this. Sell <laughs> so, <so> yourself, so. as <laughs> well. <laughs> you should watch someone else,
1: though. Yeah, no, will no, Come hang out. Uh, good times. Uh, I do tips and tricks sometimes if they pop up, and yeah. There you go. A good man go and check out his stuff inks where do we find
0: you where, where do you do it what times roughly do you do you, do you have
2: a joko thing well me it, it i it do chat. Chat. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean... does yours <laughs> rattle I got the Joko Rattle Edition. What's inside the Joko? Oh my god, it is. I don't know, but I want to do a video where I cut his head open and find out. No,
0: no don't do that.
2: <laughs> no, look, there's a seam you could probably, like, I don't know, I could probably get an X-Acto knife in there and cut and, his head
0: open. And, and Inks is trying to set himself right now by no. showing us the backside of Joko.
2: <laughs> what if it's like three rolls of
4: paper that spell out the next expansion title?
0: It's been a Unlikely, but there is there is now. And, uh, <laughs>
4: <laughs> I might be on drugs. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, you can find me on Twitter at M-O underscore inks, on Twitch and YouTube it's at mmo inks. The yeah. Twitter thing is weird. Don't ask. It's a long, stupid, everyone. story. Everyone has a similar story. Mo underscore inks, because I know a lot of people. Don't realize that my Twitter has changed, and so they're following a dead Twitter account, but
0: anyway. Ah, good to change over. We'll stick that on that as well. Okay. Um, I'm gonna sell myself very, very quickly. I do a lot of MMORPG streaming on Twitch. I am a full-time streamer as well on Twitch, as well as going to school. Um and also I have done a lot more Guild Wars 2 stuff for obviously resurgence of that, PvP and stuff as well. So there's lots of videos on YouTube um for Guild Wars 2 specifically. Uh, not much else, but on Twitch it's streaming Guild Wars 2, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, Skyrim, Control, loads of different games. So if you want to come and check out my channel, uh, which is where this pod- podcast is produced every two weeks as well, it's twitch.tv slash jebro Unity, and it's Jebrou Unity on Twitch, Jebrou Unity on YouTube. Um, and it's anchor.com.fm slash the thelightbringers for this podcast as well. Um, and I stream every day, uh, pretty much. I do have a day off um, when I go to school every so often. But other than that, I want to thank you guys again for watching uh, as well live. I want to thank you guys for coming on and being part of the podcast. Appreciate that very much. Um, yeah, no worries. That's all. Um, other than that, thank you for watching. And we'll see you next time on The Lightbringers. This has been episode three. Thank you very much for watching. Take care. Bye, guys. We'll see you next time.